May 1st, 2009. Mike Marr, the lead designer of Demigod, is here. And we're going to be playing it. And then we're going to check out the Bionic Commando multiplayer beta. And another All Games Radio show host is in the house. Broadcasting live from the Computer Arena in Roswell, Georgia. All Games Radio presents Friday Night Gaming. And now your host, Bobby Blackwell. I did it early that time. I, I jumped the gun. Jumped it. It's, it's my fault. I messed it up. Anyway, hello everybody. Welcome to yet another edition of Friday Night Gaming live from the Computer Arena in Roswell, Georgia. My name is Bobby Blackwell. Thank you for joining us. With me here is my co-host, Glenn Martin. How's it going, guys? I have two mics. You have two mics. Which one sounds better? Um, this one actually sounds better. That's that's Gimpy. That's a Gimpy we, we mic? Don't, we don't like that Gimpy mic. That's why it's over there on the corner. But we have somebody else here. He's just out of frame. He's going to have to lean in just a little bit here. Why don't you come uh, introduce yourself and say who you are. Yo, this is Xenocore from the Ultimate Quest. How's everybody doing? I made it all the way up here to the ATL for reals. Iron pants did and everything. Okay, here we go. <laughs> you have to speak into the mic and turn it on and move to the left a little bit. Lean there he the is. Yeah, do politics, politicians see me lean to the left. Right. Oh, oh. <laughs> so uh, we've got a bit of a show tonight. Um, we actually have our first phone interview guest. Mike Marr is the lead designer of Demigod. It's right here. We've actually got it, believe it or not. Check this out, guys. Check this out. You ready for this? We have never done this on Friday Night Gaming before. Check it out. Boom! That's a PC screen. We're actually going to be running a PC game direct feed here on the show. First time it's ever happened. Holy digital, Batman. It's holy digital everything. Xenocore is actually going to be playing the game while we are speaking with Mike Marr. Uh, he's been, they're going to be calling in probably in about three minutes. I told them 8.15. They're actually calling us, which means who knows. Um, I didn't even check my email to say, see uh, if... Uh, they were still coming. I probably should do that. I was trying to get everything set up in time. Uh, and then uh, what are we going to be doing for the hardware segment? Hardware? Yeah. What are, what are we doing? What are we taking apart? Well, we got an Xbox 360. We love those. We love those. We've seen them before. <laughs> this one's special, unique. Mm-hmm. It runs? <laughs> oh. 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 Man. Lovely. <laughs> so we got an Xbox 360. We're going to talk a little bit about that. You may, maybe you'll talk a little bit about what this E74 error actually is. Right. We're going to talk about E74, some different error codes. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to point out some different components and show mm-hmm. you um, an example of what not to do when trying to repair a 360. Again. We haven't shown you what to do to repair a 360. Because right. we don't want to show that. We've been showing what not to do. Yeah. So we have a great example of what not to do. Right, and then after that, we are going to be playing online the Bionic Commando multiplayer demo. Now, the problem with this, the reason this is going to be a little bit different from everything else, is um, the game has no friend rooms or anything. It just dumps everybody into the same room. But this is for all you people who say, you know, well, we've never played any games that you have. Well, if you have Xbox Live and you've got a gold account, it's only 500 megs. Go download it. It's free. And you could try to play with us. Basically, we're all going to just try to enter the same game. I tried playing this game earlier today. Not a single person is playing it online. Mm. So we may be the only people playing it. So it may work out. So go ahead and get, get it downloading. Yeah. Those is going to try to play later. Start, start downloading it. We'll probably be doing that about 9.30 Eastern um, after the Demigod interview. And then we're going to take apart a, uh, a 360. How have you been, though? You, good week for you? Busy week? It's been a good week. Busy. I haven't seen you at all week. <laughs> I, I've been... <laughs> 
I've spent two days trying to get my credentials over to um, to the guys at E3. That's right. It's coming up June 2nd through 4th. I, I got that done. I'm confirmed. Woohoo! That's right. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. Been busy doing repairs. We've mm-hmm. stocked the store out. If you walk next door, it, mm-hmm. there's not a piece of... It's right there. Thank you. Right not right a piece there. of shelf left empty. So That's it's, right. it's fully stocked. And we're busy and expanding. That's good. Yes. It's good to know. We'll have, probably have some more news about that. So uh, we have a phone call coming in. So I, I'm going to – maybe this will be pe- people we're looking forward to. Uh, Friday Night Gaming, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi. This is Mike Marr. I'm the lead designer for Demigod calling from Seattle. Mike Marr, lead designer for Demigod. Thank you for joining us tonight. How have you been? How, it's a Friday night over there. So, um, you know, you, you okay with spending a little bit of your Friday night with us? Oh, yeah. I've been looking forward to it all day. Excellent. All day. Not all week. Not all month. Just all day. Uh, just, just today. Just yeah. today. So the game is Demigod. And what we're actually going to be doing is uh, one of our guests here, Xenocore, he's actually, we've got it set up on a PC. And we're actually going to be running it while you're talking. And uh, Xenocore, have you, you played this game at all? No, this is actually my first time touching it. So, so you it's coming oh, wow. from okay. the house of Chris Roberts is usually the mana from the gods. So I'm, I have high hopes. <laughs> yeah, he thought you were Chris Roberts. I was like, no, Chris Roberts is the creative director. So go ahead and launch the game over there. So tell us a little bit about what Demigod is for those of us who, for those people who probably aren't too much into PC gaming. You know, what, what is it? What type of game is it? Sure, yeah. Demigod is a, is a hybrid of real-time strategy and, and RPG. It's kind of in, um, it's based off a, a mod of Warcraft 3 called Defense of the Ancients. Mm-hmm. So in Demigod, you control a single hero, a demigod, uh, and you're fighting with a team of other demigods, up to five other demigods against another team. Uh, and you compete in a number of different game modes to, to fight for victory. And while you're fighting, you can level up and you earn gold, which you can buy items with and, and upgrade your war effort. So that, that's kind of the, the one-line paragraph description of demigod. Okay, now you brought up Defense of the Ancients, so I'm going to have to ask this, and somebody asked me not to ask this. Are you going to be hiring a Swedish uh, techno person to write a song about Demigod? Uh, I think he already has. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think there's something on YouTube about Demigod. Okay. Um, anyway, I can't, I can't speak to the specifics of that. Right, okay. That's still under contract. <laughs> Is Techno Viking in here? Yes. Can you, you need to talk closer to the mic a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm still running the computer. Is Techno Viking in this game? Because I'd really love to see him as a demigod. I'm sorry, I, I can't is techno, quite hear is you. Techno God? Uh, techno Viking. Techno Viking. Is he in the game? Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. I, I haven't heard of, of Techno Viking. Okay. Yeah, he's too busy to be YouTubing like I am. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a little bit of feedback issues here. That's kind of what you may be hearing. Oh, okay. Um, so if people, we are in our chat room, chat.allgames.com. You can send a private message to FNG Live. Uh, it's asking questions. Or you can actually call us on Skype, Friday Night Gaming. We're not taking phone calls on our toll-free number because we only have one of those lines, and that's being taken up by Mike. So um, now I I tried this game a little bit. And I, you know, there's no tutorial in the game. Is that is that correct? Or is what? where should I really be looking for the tutorial mode? That's correct. There's there's no tutorial for Demigod. Really, the the way to get familiar with the game is uh, jump in, do a couple couple single player games, and kind of get a feel for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, learning curve for Demigod is usually about thirty forty five minutes. And then you're up to speed and rolling. Okay, so we're doing a skirmish here. 
uh, is what we okay right. so that's what that's what he's setting up right now on our stream video.fnglive.net if people are listening to our audio podcast um so on uh, and I, I did have a question from one of our other hosts and uh because i mean you basically what it is there's a bunch of there's these characters we're looking at them on the screen here and essentially they right. each have their own skills and abilities you want to go through that a little bit sure okay yeah there's Eight demigods and demigod, and we break them up into two different categories. We have the assassins and the generals. Mm-hmm. Assassins play much more like a Diablo three character. You're just controlling one character. They've got a full skill tree. As you level up, you get a skill point. You can navigate the skill tree. You can think of the skill tree kind of like Diablo or World of Warcraft talent tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, the generals have all those same things, uh, but they also have the ability to summon minions and control mm-hmm. minions like you would in a real-time strategy game. Okay. And uh, Hendrix, one of our uh, other hosts here at All Games, he wanted to know, um, to him it seems, you know, why why, are, why is the Rook the only real cool character? To him, that's his words. Uh, why, 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 and he, he wants to know why the others don't seem as fleshed out. That was his question, Hendrix from Super Happy Fun Time Show. Direct all hate, hate they, mail they to him. They don't seem as fleshed out. Well, you know, I think, uh, how do you say... With the Rook, we found the pot of the gold at the end of the rainbow. And, uh, we, we, you know, like, he, he's, he's the, the iconic character for Demigod. Um, and so we tried. I'm, I'm sorry that we've disappointed him. Uh, well, I think he character. likes the game. He likes playing as the Rook. It's just the other characters. The other characters. Yeah. Well, you know, we, um, we, we tried to go in a, a unique direction with, with each Demigod. And I think the Rook just, you know, he, he had that final thing that kind of pushed him over the end, uh, which is kind of interesting, because if you look at the, the initial concepts that the lead artist did for all of the, the characters, the Rook didn't stand out nearly as much, but once we got him modeled and in the game, that's when he really started started to sing. So I, I like to think that each, each demigod brings something a little unique to the to the experience, and uh, it just it depends on your own personality and play style, right? Each demigod's going to plug into a different different portion. Like, uh, I'm a big fan of, of Lord Erebus, the Vampire Lord. He's, he's my favorite. Uh, you know, he can turn into a form of bats and turns into uh, a, a bloody mess that kills creatures nearby. So explain to us what the, what the type of, like, you know, when, when people are playing the game, he's still cho- choosing his character over here. Um, you know, when, when you're playing the game, what, what is kind of the, the goal, what is the object of, of the game when you're playing it? Sure, okay. Yeah, the, the objective... Simply put, is to kill the kill your opponent. Um, depending on the the game mode that you're playing, how you do that changes. Matches in, in Demigod I designed to last from 15 to 20 minutes on the on the short side, and they can go up to 45 minutes an hour on the long side. Uh, in in our default game mode, which is called Conquest, each side has a citadel in their home base, which you were defending, and the objective of the game is to destroy the enemy's citadel. So that that's how you win the game in Conquest. As you earn gold, you level up, push through to their home base, destroy their defenses, take down the Citadel. The other game modes alternate that up. There's a there's a deathmatch mode, which we call Slaughter, where the first team to a certain number of demigod kills wins. There's another mode where it's there's these flags on the map, and if you hold them, you gain points, and the first team to a certain number of points wins. Uh, World of Warcraft players would be familiar with that uh, game mode. It's modeled off of Arachne Basin. Uh, and, there, and there's several other game modes that vary up the win condition. 
All right, so we've loaded up. We're, we've finally gotten into the games. You know, Cor finally chose his character, and now he's going through. So basically, in this one, I guess this is the one where you have to get all the flags and try to push forward into the base. I think that's the one we're doing right here. Oh, okay. So it's a skirmish. It was, I guess, the first skirmish. Yeah, conquest. He's do- Okay, so he's doing conquest. All right. Skirmish mode. Oh, all right, okay. What character did he pick? What? Uh, let's see here. What's his name again? I've glossed over it. So it's a long-range sniper dude, the assassin. Regular. Okay, yeah. yeah. The Fallen Angel. So now th- we're playing this game single player here, uh, but they do uh-huh. actually. We're we're at a gaming center, and it is one of the games that are on the PCs that people can come here to the computer arena and play. So it's primarily multiplayer. Is that kind of the the ju- gist I'm getting of the game? It's it's basically it shines in multiplayer. Right. Yeah. The the original design of the game was multiplayer only, and mm-hmm. then we added the single player to broaden the experience and give you a chance to kind of get familiar with things and tell the backstory of the heroes. I, I think he's firing darts at, at the rook up here. <laughs> I noticed at the title screen that it said achievements. Mike, is this something that you guys were looking to maybe put on a console or you all just taking that kind of a attraction that everybody has of game achievements and added it to the to this type of game? That's what I would, I would like to do. Um, Unfortunately, the game is not, you know, it's, it's kind of ready to go to the Xbox and move those achievements over and, and do all that, and we're, we've been in some talks with that, but there's there's nothing confirmed at this time. Now, th- this is a Games for Windows title, but it's not Games for Windows Live. Was that something you guys were looking into? Because they have achievements for the PC games on there, too. Right, yeah. Um, we had we had briefly looked at it, but Stardock, our publisher, had wanted to use their... Um, their matchmaking service, Impulse. Right. So we went with that instead. Which, Impulse is actually really cool, by the way. If you don't have Impulse, you guys should get it. I love Impulse. Oh! The first death! I've been mauled. Oh! <laughs> oh respawn, respawn, respawn. <laughs> now, if, during the game, he, he should go down and actually, like, buy skills and stuff? Is that kind of... Because that's the part that, like... Yeah. If you're only into, like, real-time strategy, you're probably not used to doing that on the fly, like, right now. So, like, when he respawns, you can press K, or it's one of the... I think it's the button on the right next to your lower right from your character portrait, and that'll bring up your skill tree. Yeah, he he got it up. K is is correct. Good job. I was testing you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So then you can see he's got, like, uh, snipe. A lot of people like snipe. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Explosive mines that you can use. You have another ability, which um, the the backstory of Regulus is that um, his wings were ripped off, but he can temporarily gain them back through use of um, I forget the name of the ability, but it's one of those abilities there in the skill tree. He temporarily flies and gets his wings. Now, from our chat room, DRP two two three wants to know who did the voice announcer because he is so great. Uh, the voice acting. For the announcer is uh, his name. The his name is John Lowry. Uh, we're really happy with how that turned out. Funnily enough, I had two other guys do that, and I had to throw away the deal because it sounded too campy. So it, it took a while to get the sound that we wanted, but um, but uh, he likes it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Xlink wants to know: Is it going to have any expansions down the road? 
Uh, there's downloadable content planned for the game. Right now, we're we're working on uh, improving the multiplayer experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have a couple demigods kind of you know planned. No firm dates yet. New items, new maps. So there's definitely stuff mm-hmm. in the works. I'm watching him. He's about to die again. Yep. Oh, there. Oh, no. Is that it? Is that it? Nope. Yes. There go, there's the gray screen. A newbie is I. <laughs> he was able to get the temporary <laughs> wings though. And, yeah. And sh- <laughs> yes, they helped me fly away to my doom and fly. Eregos <laughs> is uh, an interesting character. He actually, his first incarnation, he was he was designed completely differently. He was uh, for Dota players, they may know this. He was a combination of the the sniper and the goblin techies with some different things mixed in. It didn't quite jive with the Demigod universe. So during beta, we had a lot of beta feedback about him, and we actually took him down and and revamped him, and that's when he got the ability to gain his wings back and all that. So it's an interesting case of us really working with the community to figure out what how the demigods should play and try to get the best experience we could. And uh, just for our, our audience that's actually watching, Breakman wants to know what the hell was that huge thing? That was the Rook. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the huge thing. The Rook's hiding in the corner up there in, behind the Fog of War like a sissy. So. But the, the, <laughs> the Rook has like a, what, a, what, a building on his shoulders? Yeah, towers. He's got the towers. Rook. The Rook. I'm not an RTS or a real, you know, the strategy kind of... Th- this mm-hmm. is the first time I've been this up close to a real-time strategy that's actually got my attention. I gotta admit, at first I wasn't too sure about whether or not I wanted this game because it didn't seem like the RTSs I played from Gas Power before. You know, so I was gonna wait for a bit to see whether or not I wanted it or not. So this is a good beta right here for me. This is excellent. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely not like Supreme Commander. Right. Yeah, because Supreme (laughs) Commander is Mana the Gods too. I mean, it's like... Everything I in wanted in the RTS, way. but without all the speed. So, you know, that was yeah. brilliant. Well, of course, until I played online and got my arse kicked left and right in like 10 minutes. And it's like, I guess it is about the speed. So. Now, in the matchmaking, is there a way that you can get into games maybe with people more level with you? Or if you go online, are you kind of guaranteed to get your ass kicked the first 10 times by people who play all day? There is uh, an ELO matching going on so it, we track how, how well you're doing and the matchmaker makes efforts to to put you against players of the appropriate skill level. Unless you go join a custom game and then you know all bets are off. Speaking of skill level he died again. Yep. Oh boy. Yeah, Ray is kind of a tricky character. He's um, he, he's especially devastating as a, a support character. Like He's got someone like the Unclean Beast or the Rook mm-hmm. running kind of like front line assault mm-hmm. for you. You can sit back there and pick him off, but he's he's a little weak if you're if you're going head to head. So it looks like I'm backed up by uh by Sir Payne a lot in uh Gozer the Gozerian pretty much. So. <laughs> so so who is the newbie character? Who do you recommend to be the newbie character? Uh I would recommend Drumroll, the Rook. Oh, <laughs> hey look at that. <laughs> um or let's see, Unclean Beast would be another good choice. Mm-hmm. And I actually have here, we have, uh, they, I did get the Rook figurine. Wow, oh, you lucky. So oh, yeah. <laughs> I got the Rook figurine right here in my... Uh, now, is this is this a, a figurine that comes with all the collector edition, or are they, are they random? Uh, it comes, comes with every one. 
So you get the rook with everyone? Like, you have to roll the, like you're there shaking the boxes. Is there one in this box? Yeah, right. Is there one yeah. in this box? No, I mean, do, do you get the rook with every uh, collector edition, or are there random um, figurines in each one? Oh, oh, no, no, no. It's, it, it's the rook. You get the rook, a poster, and yep. the soundtrack. For the awesome, game. awesome. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we have the soundtrack. The, the poster was cool. I got it all here. I'm so happy. <laughs> The whole yeah. deal. Yeah. I'm a, big, I'm a to big soundtrack guy. Is there anybody uh, noteworthy, or was this a pretty much an inside shop deal for the music? Or this is uh, this is an inside gig. Howard uh, Howard Molstrom. Yeah. yeah, and he also did all the sound. So oh. anything you're hearing comes from Howard. All right, cool, cool. If, if there's a question from our live audience, feel free to step up to the mic. Okay, we had somebody in the live audience. I thought he wanted to ask a question. So how are we doing over here, Xenocore? Uh. It's, it's a learning it's a learning curve thing, but we're getting there. I haven't died in the last 30 seconds. So that's, that's good. That's excellent. Now, have, you, have you gone and bought any items yet? Uh, actually, not yet. I've been working on the, the levels because I have been leveling a little bit here and there. Is this where you bought some things here? Yeah, it looks like the icon on the far right that's a goblet is your, right? uh, your parts list, so to speak. So the red ones are not available yet, or they're just more expensive than the... Yeah, the blue ones are what you can afford. The yeah. red ones is out of your price range. Exactly. That was easy enough. Yeah. Even us console brains can f- figure that one out. That's right. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> PC all the way, baby. Uh-huh. See, I like my Galactic Civilizations too, but I usually don't go into the, the, the real-time mm-hmm. portion of it. Hey, somebody should tell Chris to make a, a uh, Masters of Orion killer. That'd be cool. Yeah, there you go. Because yeah. that game needs to be defeated. Now, uh, DRP223 in our chat room wants to ask another question. I don't know if you can answer this. Will the DLC be like Sins of a Solar Empire, the micro-expansions, or is it too far to tell? Um, I'm, I'm not at liberty, not at liberty, liberty to, to, to discuss that. <laughs> That's Sorry. what I kind of figured, but just in case. That's classified. That, make, that makes it sound so much better. When it does come out. Oh, we do have a question. We have a question here from our live audience. Say, say your name where you're from. Uh, Michael. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Uh, I want to ask, how many uh, upgrades are there for uh, each uh, units? You know, the small units, how many upgrades can they go up to? Are there, like, different, you know, ranks or, like, classes in there? Kind of like sorcerers, I guess, or something. Because I, I saw some archers and stuff. Right, okay. Um, well, there's but there's two different types of troops. There's the troops that come out of the portals that the AI is controlling. Mm-hmm. At the Citadel, you can uh, you can purchase new upgrades for that. So let's see, it goes Minotaurs, then you can get Archers, then you can get Priests, which heal your other units. And then moving on, you can get Catapultosauri, which are these huge um, Barnosaurus-looking creatures that have artillery that they shoot with their tail. Bad dog. They can kind of take dog. down defenses. And then uh, so you can get angels, and you can get giants at the very end. And the giants are, are incredibly destructive. So that's what you can get for your AI-controlled portals. Now, the generals can also purchase troops, and they have they have a basic... Uh, they have three three troop lines. They have their melee, they have their priest, and they have their siege. So you can get the minute Like, this whole class of minotaurs, four types of minotaurs you can get, four types of priests, and four types of... Siege archers, we call them. Do they just come out, or do you have to like cast them or something? Uh, you cast them, you <laughs> summon them, and then each. And I forgot to mention, each general also has their own special minion. So, for example, Lord Erebus 
can you know, bite people and turn them into night walkers that fight for him. Uh, let's see, the Queen of Thorns summons treants that fight for her. Uh, and then we've got a couple others, yetis, and I'm, I can't remember the last one. So break, cool. Breakman wants to know what, about system requirements. What, what do you recommend and you know, what, what people can run this? Oh, boy, I haven't looked at the back of the box. So I can I help, I, I think. Yeah, well, I got, yeah I, you've got the box there. Yeah. I've got the box, but it's it's such tiny print over here, and I, I'm getting old. Well, how's this compare on your uh, laptop here? Is this a is this like a super beefed up laptop you're running it on? It's or? a dual core. Let me see what this says here. Yeah, where I'm running on a dual core uh, laptop with an NVIDIA G4 or one like one of the NVIDIA chipsets. Says what we're looking for is Windows XP SP3, Vista <laughs> SP1. Processor is 2.4. Memory is 8 gig of free hard drive space, 1 gig of RAM. Um, Direct 9. The video card needs to be 128 megabyte 3D video card, like a GeForce 6800 or a Radon 1600 or better. And rec- that was enhanced, or the that was the minimum, excuse me. Yeah. Your recommended would be a, a 3 gigahertz processor, 2 gig RAM, and the video card would be 256 megabyte. 3D video card, so not nothing too extreme, right? For minimum. Yeah, we had we, we went to great lengths to try to make it accessible to as many players as possible. That was one of the big complaints lodged against the Supreme Commander is that it was just a yeah. too big, beastly of a machine. So Demigod is actually based off the Supreme Commander engine, but runs on equal to or lesser hardware than Supreme Commander, which was released. What now? Two and a half years ago. Yeah. yeah. So you can get an idea there. That we have better looking game than Supreme Commander, in my in my opinion at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, runs on the same hardware. And then I would I would mention for people that have uh, a little more beastly machine, be sure and turn up your default graphic settings because the defaults uh, they're not they're they're okay, but the game can look a hell of a lot better if you turn that stuff up. Yeah. And FYI, to people who are watching us on the stream, uh, we are running it only at 1024 by 768 because that's what we stream at. So uh, they, they do look a lot better than what you're seeing because I've run it at a higher resolution on this same on this same machine. It ran just fine, but we're running it at a lower resolution here just to uh, just so we could stream it and see the entire screen. Any resolution bigger than that's just e penis envy anyway. Oh, <laughs> there is nothing wrong with 1900 by 1200. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say it looks yeah. pretty tits at that yeah. right. <laughs> hey, I got paid my own bills. Ten twenty four by seven sixty eight is plenty. Six forty k memory is also just enough for just about anybody. <laughs> so Ake Ripper wants to know: Is there a demo out, or will there one, uh, one be coming out later? Uh, there is not currently a demo. Mm-hmm. I believe that we're planning on releasing one in the next couple of months. Right. The money questions from Jason, though he wants to know, is it out, and where it's for sale, and what's the, he wants to know where it's where this is available, how he can purchase. Where it. it's available, boy, that's a good every question. Everywhere, everywhere where PC games are sold <laughs> on or, the intertubes or at Impulse. <laughs> there you go. So it yeah, is. I recommend going the Impulse route and just digitally downloading it. But then you can't get the rook. Get the yeah, rook figurine. No, I actually think you can. Um, don't hold me to this, but okay. I think you can order the collector's edition online, and they will send you the shit. Wow! Wow! Very so. cool. Uh, let, me sh- let me let me show you guys this. Look at this. See, bottom right hand corner. There he is. He's the rook. He's right there. Bottom right hand corner of your screen. 
We're like in my face. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> we have another question here from a live audience. Yeah, wasn't there like some kind of problem? I heard about there being like the whole game on Pirate Bay Okay, or now we're going to. Yeah. Okay, here, now, Mike, don't worry. Um, we're, he can't. We're not going to be talking about that. Yeah. I mean, that that's a big news story and everything, and yeah. it was very important, but we're here to talk about the game. Oh, yeah. Okay? Okay. <laughs> so I was I, I'm, That's for Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm well. also looking. So chat.allgames.com, we're also taking questions from, from there. Um if anybody has else any any other questions. So I want to ask you, because I always ask this, because we have a lot of people that listen to the show that want to get into the game industry. And uh, oh, what, yeah. I, what I like to do is I like to ask people how you got into the game industry. Like So, so Mike, how did you get this gig to be lead designer? Oh, man, that's a long and torturous road. Oh, well, we're uh, a three-hour show, so we got some time. Yeah, okay. Well, um, I started in the industry in 1999 as, a, as an engineer, and I, I did a tour of duty. I'd say four years as an engineer, and then I, I then I um, started as a designer. So I kind of approached it from let me let me get to the engineering and then and then jump over, mm-hmm. and I did it that route. Uh, the route that a lot of people go is they start in um, QA quality assurance testing games, and then they they move up through the testing the games, and then mm-hmm. uh, usually they catch the eye of a designer or, or right. a producer, and they bring them over into the fold, and then they start working on the game kind of work up the ranks through that way so do, do you uh advocate like these the game design colleges or do you rather see people who maybe get a regular degree and then try to work on the on their side on gaming um well you know i might be a little biased on this one uh-huh. uh, I've, I've had better experience from people who have uh a formal education not in the in the game design realm uh and then they come over and they come into games uh Personally, the like the work that we do here at Gas Powered, uh, I'm really I favor designers who have an engineering background because it means that I can I can really get them in there. Like all the all the characters in Demigod were not only designed by one of my designers with my help, but they were also implemented by her. So she did the full spectrum, and I can re- that way I you know, she just can do a tremendous amount. I'm like, hey, you know, the rook isn't really feeling right. Let's change this ability. And it's not this big ring around. We don't have to go to an engineer and talk to him about it and then figure everything out. And then we get something back that's not what we wanted. So that's a, that's a long answer to a short question. Yeah, no, that's fine. I prefer the, the engineering route yeah. and then over to design. The rook kicked his ass again just, just to keep you well, in the I loop killed here. him twice before, so we were even now. Okay. Uh, the learning curve isn't quite as quick with me. Like I can also say something <laughs> on this subject, actually, because I actually did go to a game design college uh, pretty much straight out of the military. But most of right. my background was mainly in just you know basic implementation of programming and such like that. At the time, the only game design degree they had was a multimedia one. You know, and I did learn a lot. The teachers did know quite a bit about their you know design crafts, and I did get better. However, I had no art background whatsoever. So once I got two, two, two and a half years in, I realized, you know, when I graduate, I'm not going to be able to get hired because my art is nowhere near as good. Maybe my design is, but that is a leadership position. You just don't walk into a company and start designing your own game. You pretty much start with ever, uh, other people's properties before that. 
So maybe if you already know, uh, if you if you do have somewhat of a knowledge, then the best way to show your skill to get into those positions is to actually show somewhat of a finished product that you can accomplish it within uh, a certain amount of time. So you can hold, you know, make sure that you would be useful to a team and not that you're just there to help work on a game and you learn things along the way. You have pretty much have to be ready to jump right in. And the better you are to execute upon that, the more likely you are to get hired if you don't have, you know, work your way from the bottom. So. Would you say yeah, that's about it, accurate? That is, yeah. <laughs> that, that actually occurred to me. Like a lot of what uh, our designers did to get hired initially is they were modders, and they would make their own levels, or they'd make a flash game, and they'd kind of be like, hey, see here, I've, I've, I've implemented this, I've seen this through, I know the process, here's my end product. Uh, and that, that has a tremendous amount of weight. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, it looks like you've got good instincts here, and you got enough drive and heart for it. Uh, so are there mod tools in Demigod? <laughs> um, no, uh, and that, that's um. Boy, I'd like to talk more about that, but I think Stephanie would get upset with me. Okay. Right. Well, if you don't mind me asking, are there any for the other gas-powered uh, properties? Are there any mod tools that are available to the public yet, or no? Uh, let's see. I think yeah, Supreme Commander is moddable and has an editor, as does the Dungeon Siege Two. Oh, that's awesome. Oh yeah, I remember the Dungeon Siege one now. Yeah. Some of our students tried to work on that one. They got a bit stumped. <laughs> yeah, it's a little esoteric at first, and then you're kind of like, oh, and then the light bulb comes on, and the world is open to you. <laughs> so how are you doing over here with the games? You know, you, you dying yet? Uh, no, it's pretty much of a stalemate at the moment. Well, no, no, he's got a little bit of ground on me. We're pretty much playing on the, uh, well, I, don't, I didn't catch the name of the map with it. The conquest map is pretty much just a grid of uh, twelve points, with you being on one side and the other, and your enemies being on the other, and it's just been back and forth all day. So, <laughs> if nothing else, we've tested out the energy, the engine to its extremes. <laughs> so, how many people multiplayer can this have? We had that question in chat. Yeah, it supports up to five v five, so ten total. And is there any in-game chat mechanisms, or, or do people need to, like, get Ventrilo or something to, to chat? They'll, yeah, they'll need to use Ventrilo or, mm-hmm. or TeamSpeak to, to voice chat. There's no integrated uh, voice over IP. Now, There's text chat, though. Right. Now, how does this integrate with Impulse? Because I know every time I start up the game, it says Shift-Tab to bring the Impulse menu, and we're not online right mm-hmm. now, so we can't test it. So what, what integration does Impulse do? Uh, let's see. I, Trying to, it has an overlay, and so Impulse has a whole IRC client associated with it. And so when you're in the game, you can you can bring up the overlay, kind of like the Steam overlay. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a whole IRC client there, and you can be talking online. And I'm not sure if it's in there yet, or will be coming soon. But they have your friends list, and you can mm-hmm. talk to people and and coordinate a game through through Impulse. Now, do you expect this to be like tournament game? Like there be tournaments in this game, or, or and are there any right now? Uh, let's see. There's we have an actual a game mode that is for multiplayer only called the Pantheon. Uh-huh. And in the Pantheon, you you affiliate yourself with one of the two sides, the forces of light or the forces of darkness, and then you play with all other players in the world for the two sides, each which have four demigods that represent them. And uh, those tournaments last for up to a certain number of points, and you earn points by fighting and earning favor. And then after you know you get to you reach the point total, and the tournament will reset. Uh, so that's our first dab at a tournament. 
Now, if you're talking more like um, the PGL or, or actual tournament gaming, I, I would certainly lo- hope for that. Mm-hmm. That would be my. Uh, that'd be nice. Yeah, because I think the computer arena they're an iGames. Mm-hmm. iGames mm-hmm. center. So this is an iGames center, and they do tournaments all the time. So. Right. I didn't know if this would be one of the games that maybe we'd be able to see in iGames and stuff. We have another question here from the local audience. Oh, yeah. Um, wait. Okay. Uh, uh, do, the, do they have, like, different skins for whichever side you're on, kind of? Or is it just, like, the same thing? Kind of like a, kind of like a difference? Is there anything like that? I'm sorry. I, I, could you please repeat the question? I didn't hear the first <laughs> part. Um, are there, like, different skins for them if they're, like, on different sides? You know, right, like, like a different UI skin. Yeah. Uh, no, there, there, there isn't. That was one feature that I had really wanted to get into the game, but we just ran out of time. I had really wanted the Forces of Darkness to have a completely skinned UI. Oh yeah, like, uh, like all like evil looking and stuff. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Now there are different, um, and and we kind of moved a little bit down that path. So when you play the game, the you have the announcer, which we talked about earlier, but then each side also has an advisor. And the two sides have a different advisor. So you have a, an angel that talks to you if you're on the forces of light, and there's a demon that talks to you if you're on the forces of Yeah, that's of pretty darkness. good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Well, did you get on with your interview yeah. with him? Thank you. <laughs> you're asking some good questions. So um, now Breakman wants to know, do you, is the single player really just a tutorial for the multiplayer? Is kind of that? Because you said it was added on. Is that more, you know, kind of also to help be the tutorial for the multiplayer? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And, And then you know the the thing about Demigod, um, speaking from the from from my perspective is uh, when we initially started doing the project, we had planned for a much smaller title, mm-hmm. and uh, we, we we expanded and we expanded on it, and it was originally intended multiplayer only. Let's do an experiment. Let's see if people like this kind of gameplay in this world, and then if they do, then we'll keep moving on that. We'll we'll bring out a whole single-player experience and, and do that either, you know, Demigod 2 or or a console version of Demigod. Kinda, but this was the first, like, do people like this kind of thing? Is this cool? Is this something that the, the market will even even like? Because, you know, what you see in, in our industry quite a bit is, is um, permutations on the same title, right? Like, Call of Duty's up to what? Five? Six? Right. Yeah. Which, 24. Which great, great. <laughs> yeah, great, t- great title, right? But how much Let's be honest here. How much risk is there in that title? Right. Not a lot. Right. Yeah, very true. Or something like Demigod. There's only one other game like Demigod, and it's a mod. Yeah. <laughs> so we were we kind of like putting our foot in the water and being like, if people like this, okay, okay, we'll go, we'll go all the way in. Yeah, this is very cool looking. I'm like I said earlier, I'm not a RTS player. So that being said, if you were going to sell me this game or give me some advice. To, to further my interest, like I, I would like to go home and try this out, and I know nothing about RTSs. Where would you suggest I start with Demigod? Do I start on the tutorial? Oh, there's um, no tutorial. Or do I start? I start on single player. Trial by fire, baby. I just jump in there and and I mean, do I need to know yeah. any kind of background on RTSs to, to know what I'm talking about? You guys are somewhat speaking a different language with some of the audience questions here for me. Right? Yeah. Well, I you know I wouldn't be. Any game has a learning curve. Let me guys—I'll be honest with you—it's going to be a little more than if you're playing a first-person shooter. But it's not going to be all the way on the real-time strategy. Like real-time strategy games are usually very complicated. Uh-huh. Then we got kind of in between there. So if I was going to take the, the game home and, and play it, and, and I was unfamiliar with this this kind of game, I'd probably I'd, I'd do a tournament. I'd set it to easy, 
and I pick the rook, and I start kicking the ass. <laughs> See, now that, that's the answer I was looking for. That's what I'm going to go do yep. when I get home. And he was, ca- he yeah. called me out. You heard He said this is not like a first-person yeah. shooter, so he read me very well. Yes, he did. See, I, I play rock band. You're a, you know, you're a, so this is totally foreign to me. I play yeah. everything. <laughs> but it has my interest. It, the reason why it has my interest is because I'm looking at it here, and I'm kind of following along. I'm seeing that you know, he's advancing his way to the other side. He's taking over the red um, flags. Um, he's sending in the smaller guys, and he's staying back. And, and I'm, I'm in a, does it look like it's that much too difficult for me to, to figure it out? But uh, this language that you guys were speaking about um, skins and all this other kind of stuff, I, I didn't know what it was going on. But from my point of view, if it, if it matters... This this would definitely be something if I was going to go after an RTS, I would be very interested in trying. Right on, I'm happy to hear that. The, the one of the intents with Demigod was to make it a little little friendlier than than our previous titles like Supreme Commander yeah. or, or other RTSs that are you know, you look at it and you're like, holy shit, there's 20 <laughs> buttons on the screen. Where do I begin? Yeah. You know, we're like we spent a lot of time in Demigod trying to like I was like. You know, people would say like, "Oh, can we just put a new another button on the U?" I'd be like, "No, no." Yeah. In fact, because you asked, I'm going to take another one off. <laughs> Very I like good. that attitude. Yep. <laughs> but you can see there, you know, it's like the eight big buttons across the bottom, and that that's like ninety percent of what you need to know. And so, across these buttons, do you do you remember these off the top of your head? I know the um, the one right next to the center is how you level up. One of them's the information yep. about the other demigods. Okay, so it's kind of got a, a rollover, so it yeah, shows you what's going on. Yeah, very, yeah that was another cool. thing I really, I really pushed on. You know, like I, I actually really wanted a tutorial and kind of got shot down by the, the people with the money. Um, <laughs> Damn but, but suits. what I did instead <laughs> is I went through every single thing I could and I put a rollover on every single thing. So you should be able to highlight anything in that the game yeah. and it'll tell you what it does. That hey, makes it. That makes it awesome. Game. That makes it awesome. See now, I'm that I'm even more yeah. into it now that I know what I'm doing. Very cool. Gloves and trinkets and gladiator gloves. So, so how has the response been so far? I mean, is this something that you think it did the experiment work? Uh, yeah, I think the experiment is, is highly successful from. From where I'm standing, people. The the response I I get from the the visuals is people really like the universe. They like the arenas. Um, The demigods are cool, and the and the gameplay is is fun, engaging, and something that they can uh, pretty quickly get their heads around. So I would call the experiment a success. That's good. So uh, was there anything? I'm I'm looking, and I don't think we've gotten any more questions from chat. So. uh, Anything else you wanted to say about the game before, so we can let you go and ha- let you enjoy the rest of your Friday night? Uh, let me see. You know, I just say um, if you're unsure, I'd, w- I'd wait for a demo, and I think the demo will really sell you on it. The game is there's nothing else like it out there except for Dota, um, and there's hopefully a lot more coming for Demigod. More Demigod is what I'm hoping for, and I think that'll really continue to add to the experience. We have a, a big plan for continuing to add content to the game. Uh, and I, I want to thank you all for your time and, and your questions. Hey, and, and uh, thanks for spending some time, and I'm glad that the uh, news that we tried not to mention didn't really get you guys down. <laughs> I am very happy to see. I'm, I'm very glad to see that you guys were able to make it through it, uh, and, and that's being sincere because um, I, I like you got your guys' stance 
on it, and uh, I'm glad to see that uh, it's it's working out for you guys. So um, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Mike Marr, he was the lead designer of uh, Demigod from Gas Powered Games and Stardock. Um, I, I, I will talk a little bit about um, what we're uh, what we're kind of referencing. Uh, unfortunately, the game was heavily pirated because GameStop broke release date mm-hmm. probably uh, about five days early, and so all the developers, including Mike, had to come in and spend their Easter weekend making sure the servers worked because of the way they had done some of the code for updating and stuff. So, um, it, it, unfortunate situation for the developers. Um, and there was a lot of pirated connections because there is no DRM on this game. So if you bought, like, I mean, I could actually let you borrow this game, mm-hmm. and you could play it. There's no DRM. There's no licensing. There's no activation. Uh, there is if you want to go online. Right. And I've already used up my code, mm-hmm. so you wouldn't be able to patch it. But, uh, you know, it, it, there's no DRM on it. So, uh, and, and I like that stance, and it, they basically got abused for it. Um, That's what's sad about the people that were, that were downloading is that are... The, for the developers to have to go in and make sure that the game felt right and looked right for the for the people that had got it early, right? And actually, they got knocked in some reviews. GameStop or not GameStop, GameSpot uh-huh. gave the game a six point five because multiplayer was laggy because connection because of the connection issues from all the pirates. Was yeah, it but ready this yet? Is GameSpot, we talked about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mister Eight Point Eight for Twilight Princess. Oh wait, he was fired. Oh. Um, so yeah, so that, that's kind of what we were kind of mentioning and. I had promised him, you know, you know, we wanted to talk about the game because there, mm-hmm. there's so much news about that portion of it that I mean, I, I, I would feel remiss if I didn't mention it, but I really wanted to concentrate on the game because nobody ever talks about if the game's any good or not. They just talk about how much people torrented it, right? And that, that I think is wrong. Yeah, no, sorry about that. yeah. <laughs> you didn't know. You will be flogged later. Yes, <laughs> you're banned. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So you keep dying over here, Xenocore. But what do you think of the game, Xenocore? What, what do you think of this? Well, it's definitely different. Uh, yeah. you, your play style has to cater to the character you pick. So it's not like you can do the same strategy with every character you get. Yeah. Like, what's... I mean, first I'm going in trying to go hand the gland. But, you know, this guy's got a large bow. You're supposed to really take advantage of that. And as you upgrade him so he has more range, he's a lot more survivable. So right. if you keep that in mind with what you're doing, then you'll have a better experience with the game. And, of course, I'm sure with the rookie, just charge in and go Hulk smash on everything, and you're pretty much okay. You look like you're about to take this one over, though. Yeah, You've we're finally making some progress. Looks like we got to destroy the Citadel now. We've gotten all the rest of the flags around the corner. There you I'm go. highlighting with my so mouse like Vanna White. Is this so. a demigod over here on the right that we see in the red? Yeah, all the all these characters that look like dudes are the demigods. Okay. Yeah, there's, there's three versus three. Red. I think you're doing, what, a three versus three right now? Yeah. So you've got two AI demigods against three AI demigods. Yeah, there's yeah. one coming up from the you here right here. Mm-hmm. That's that's the good dog on my side. And you just died. Yeah, I just died. But of course, I'm trying to do a final assault. So you know, you know, got to right. go for the cause. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but the enemy is pretty much all focused on protecting the citadel now. So as soon as we push through all that. And it's basically a war of attrition now, so the map will eventually finish. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to call a good game. How about you? That's. You, uh, no, you I want to see. I want to see you finish this. Oh, yeah. you do? Yeah, you're that, no, because I know he wants to play too. So no, I'm, no, no, no. I'm. Well, we're not. We're not going to be playing this. We're not letting other people because I mean this is available out here in the computer arena, so people can go out and play it there. Yeah, and I'll catch up on this some other time. We're going to see you finish this. this is this called a board or a map in the PC world? Yeah, the map. <laughs> God 
Friday Night Gaming. We're here at FNGLive.net broadcasting live from the Computer Arena in Roswell, Georgia. I just got to say, this is one of the more impressive arenas I've seen. I mean, I've seen some in in Arizona, some that tried to start up in Vero Beach. Mm -hmm. It just didn't have enough people coming in to it to really survive. But once I saw the size of this place, it's like, good Lord, man, this place might actually be around. And, And you came up from where? I came from uh, Jacksonville. So Jacksonville, Florida. So how, how long of a drive was that? That's about six hours, five hours, if you know where the cops are at. Right. And yeah, so, but, I mean, you know, he literally called me, like, or you you, te- you sent me something Wednesday. Yeah. And you're like, dude, I, I'm off on Friday. I'm going to come up. I'm like, sweet. Just, you to know, play, just to play Demigod. Just to play Demigod here on Friday Night Gaming and come see Computer <laughs> Arena. Show enough. Exactly. So thank you for coming out. We may we may be able to have a prize for you or something for making a the drive prize? up here. A prize? Oh my god! Yes, I feel so special. You're gonna get some swag. Might, awesome. Might buy him a beer. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'll take that too. <laughs> but trust me, a soldier knows the value. They've of got good, if, if he chooses to drink, he does know the value <laughs> of getting a good beer. That they've he don't got yinling here. Yeah. Well, they have terrapin. That's my Br- favorite. Brid didn't tell us that they had yingling here. Yeah. I learned that today. See, I'm a Terrapin person. They're local. Yeah. They're from Athens, actually, where I went to college. He's biased. Bad dog. No. Bad dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but my mooks are going to clean it up. So Yeah. You picked this up pretty quick because you had never played it, and here you are about to beat the game. That's because I'm a Everybody PC just, gamer. That's right. Yeah, PC right. gamer. Yeah. Give me a keyboard and mouse. I'll get it eventually. I hear you. <laughs> That's oh, every, really? every Friday night I here mean, lately. A wave? That would be like a monsoon coming. Am I going to be complaining about hail damage again? Oh, wonderful. Thanks. <laughs> that means everyone to the women's bathroom again. Yes. See, see, like like this man, we, we're running a PC game here on the show. Come on! Oh, I love this game. Yeah, yeah. My, kids, my kids love this game. Yeah, oh. we just hung up on the lead designer right when we walked in because oh, I saw you coming. Wow! <laughs> yeah, don't want to give away no secrets to the game, man. Oh. I like that character. The, the Rook. The Rook. Yeah. This yeah. guy right here. We got the Rook figurine the little, up here. The little one. The little one that has a ring. Oh. Ah. You wanna see it? That's mine. Well, though. you can't. Request denied. <laughs> You know, we're doing a showcase for this game right now. Yeah, why don't you come, why don't you come up to the mic and tell us about the showcase? Because I didn't know all the information. I mentioned it, but I didn't know exactly what What, the what we do typically when we when we bring in a new game, uh, especially mm-hmm. if it's one from our association member iGames, we will actually uh, put the game in and let everybody that comes in play it for one hour for free just to try it out. And then we end up uh, putting it on all our systems, and then uh, we get to promote the game and let everybody see it and, and play it for a while, and they end up usually liking it depending on what the game is but so far I've heard nothing but positive stuff on this yeah. one when's the showcase happen it's uh, the dates on this one I don't know the exact dates we're probably right around in the middle of it right now so it's going on for another week probably and anybody who comes in that wants to can actually play the game for free for an hour huh? here on the PC right here at the computer yeah. arena in Roswell Georgia check it up front let everybody know that you want to play it and they'll put an hour on your account let you play it and it'll probably look better on those machines than it does here. Oh, it's beautiful. Because we're running it at 1024 by 768 because that's the maximum. Yeah, it's pretty already. And a 4 by 3 resolution. Yeah, and 4 by 3 
So yeah, come on up to the computer arena and try out the game that we've been playing. Do you know if iGames is doing any tournaments for this yet, or, or is that anything that's... You know, that's being pondered, I think, in the forums right now. Okay. They are discussing it. Because we asked Mike, and he didn't know. Because so. believe it or not, they were actually doing Dota the last two ah, quarters as yeah. one of their games that they used for their leagues. This would make a great league game. Yeah. Keeps getting closer and closer. Yep. And he keeps dying. Well, you know, once you're that close. I mean, there's there's defensive structures all around this citadel. So I got to fight through those as well as all the rest of the troops I already fought through. So it's, it's going to take a little bit of time. I got a question. How is there is there a game mode that actually goes really fast in this game or not as long as we, some of the other games? We don't know. This is the first time he's played it, and that would have been that would have been a question for when when the interview was going on. Unfortunately, we had to let him go. We ran out of our own questions. Okay. (laughs) Well, I'm going to head my myself home to the safety of my humble abode, and I'll let you guys stay here and have some fun. (laughs) And 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 get hail on our damage. Yeah. Yeah. Get hail on our damage. The hail on our damage. (laughs) Hopefully not. Let's make maybe it'll go quick. Yeah, it wasn't as big of a sell. I, I did see it before I came up here, but... Uh, yeah. But hey, that's the thing here in Atlanta. If you don't like the weather, stick around. It'll change. <laughs> and we're pl- so we're playing Demigod here. Xenocore from the Ultimate Quest, ultimatequest.net. He's one of our other show hosts here on allgames.com. He's playing Demigod here on my laptop, actually. Yeah, it's not a bad laptop either, man. Mm, thank you. Yeah, it's running it pretty well. Probably better than mine. So. Yeah. yeah. So we'll leave mine in my car. <laughs> oh, wow. Look at this line. Like, yeah, I, I just oh, pulled up. Oh, that's going down quick. Wow. I just pulled Demi- up. Oh, all theater and Demi gods are down. That's why. Ah. All right. Oh, there's Boo Boo. Sit, Boo Boo, sit. <laughs> oh, is that the dog? Yeah. <laughs> He's mowing them down. Yeah, he keeps chewing my troops up, man, so. You better start making a move. He's coming. Uh, I'm shooting him. I'm shooting him. No stunning. Better make a move. Cheater. Cheater. Run. He is running. He's Run. getting they are They are Run. calling in all the troops now on this. Enough talk. The rook is hiding. Uh-oh. Got a tower shooting me. Looks like they were all hiding behind that um, that tower. Now they're starting to break break through. Yeah, it's like as long as, long as the demigods aren't there, that tower is pretty much going. So it's just a war of attrition now. Maybe another three, four minutes if I can keep up this pace. Yeah, there's a huge red line. I just pulled up the... Uh, love my iPod. <laughs> just pulled up the weather map, and it's like, yeah, it's this dark red line, but it's very small. So hopefully it'll get through pretty quickly. Oh, I thought you meant like customers or something. You actually no. meant real hail. No, it's in real tornado. <laughs> real, real tornado? A no, real tornado. Like I'm in Oklahoma all over again. No, you're in Atlanta. Sorry. We've had this before. You know, we're, we, we've actually had that. We've stopped the show and been like, that's hail. Mm-hmm. They brought us a piece of hail. I know. They brought us a piece of hail. That's okay. Yeah. I'm inside. The hail won't hit me. Look at this. <laughs> the, yeah, we're, we're the pin. on, And you can't see this on the show. Yeah. But we're, we're the pin, and then that big red line's coming right for us. Nice. Yeah, see, dude. <laughs> yeah, you got your helmet, dude. You ready? We're gonna go around and play like we're dodging bullets. <laughs> yeah, there, there it goes. There it goes. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. And oh, victory is mine. There it goes. Out, damn spot. Nice. <laughs> 
Victory. Newbie wins are great. Newbie wins. What's up? We, we now have Andrew here, Mableton. Mike says he'll live to fight another day. Just FYI. Okay. <laughs> Inside commentary from Mableton. There you go. <laughs> you have to be in the loop. So what's the achievements? Is this anything close related? Let's see. It is. You get, and they're high achievements. Look at that, 50, 100, 200, 100. But that's that's kill 50 demigods yeah, to get 100 one points. Win a game. Win a game Woo-hoo. for 50. Win 25 games, 250 games. I guess those aren't demigods. as high. Kill 5,000 demigods. Wow. So win the game on every map. Earn a million gold. Capture 1,000 flags. Unleash angelic fury 100 times. Good lord. Man, I thought those were high achievement uh, ratings, but... That's a lot of stuff you need to accomplish yeah, to unlock like those. Yeah, looks like they're mainly milestones as far as yeah. instead of achievements. So, mm-hmm. well, I mean, isn't achieving a milestone achievement? Well, true, but it's that was that's <laughs> more this. of attrition and not so much a, a skill test. Yeah, one of them was deal five million something. Where is it? There it is. No, yeah. five hundred thousand points of damage in a single game. Okay, that that's an achievement right there. Wow. And that's just for this character. A lot of this stuff is enabled uh, uh, to the characters. So some of these will change up. You yeah, know, there's there's each character win 25 games and win 250 games for yeah, each figure, character. Yeah, I figure some will be the same, and then they'll have a few specialized ones. Like this one, stu- uh, the, the vampire well, what's the point of the achievements, like, though? Stu- E-penis. Yes. <laughs> E penis. E penis, yeah. Look what I did. Look what I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ask Broxy Bear what the point of achievements are. <laughs> what are the point of achievements? Oh, I don't think he's here. Oh, I, don't, he? I, don't, I don't think. No, he's in, he's in chat. He? Um, he's he's going to get. We, we want a good answer from Broxy Bear. Yeah, but I don't think he's talking. I'm not sure if he's actually here. here I'll, I'll show you guys this here. So. Um, so you can see kind of what we've been showing each other. Um, let's see here. Doo, doo, doo. That's the weather map, and uh, we're like right. We're kind of like right here. Ah, that's a bad. That's kind of that big black dot's us, and then this is the tornado, and it's coming right for us. <laughs> Tornadoes then, ain't nothing. And then we're gonna cry. Oh, that so. tornado is weak. <laughs> Oh, this is going to be a dust cloud. <laughs> so, um... So, uh, that's Demigod. We're going to be shutting it. We were only going to do one thing, so, um... Thank you, Xenocore. No problem. Xenocore from the Ultimate Quest. Tell us about your show. Oh, my show... With all the different types of shows we have on the All Games Network, mm-hmm. we are primarily the one that likes to focus on RPG and MMO titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty niche, but it keeps me busy. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you do that. I, I will. You, you Ultimate go to ultimatequest.net Quest. right now. Yeah, you go out there. Go out there. Get, get <laughs> yeah, you dial it up on the forums. We get a, a small forums page. Granted, I'm not as much of a forums guy as some of the ex-hosts were, so mm-hmm. I am doing my best. But I do have to spend some time in the RPGs and MMOs. I give honest opinions, and that takes time and eats all my money. So, <laughs> so uh, but yeah, we try to get uh, a host of items there, and I'm working on getting some interviews of people in the industry. Sweet. And also in oh, the like future. Stuff like, uh, Final Fantasy stuff? 
Uh, not so much Final yeah, Fantasy. Yeah, they all speak Japanese. Uh, it's kind of hard to do an interview with them on the radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... But also, we I mean, we were trying to reach uh, Cryptic for a while. Right. Oh, yeah. But also, because of the, the background I have, I do like to talk about the design and implementation of a lot of games as, as well. And hopefully, if the show can progress more, I do want to do some live segments with that type of stuff in mind. So... Because, you know, just the, the marketing speak alone ain't enough for me. Because <laughs> so, yeah. I tend to look through it and say, that's not true yeah, at all. This is what this is. Like stuff. Yeah. yeah Ultimate Quest. Right here, your RPG exclusive podcast. Epic plug. Thank you, Bobby. Epic plug. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I give it a happy face. Awesome. <laughs> There's my happy face. All right. <laughs> No more doodling on the screen. Okay. So, excellent. Well, thanks for coming out. Um, what we're going to be doing now is we're going to be doing the uh, our hardware segment, and um, for safety reasons, we make it's just me and Glenn up on the stage. Hey, no problem, man. So uh, go ahead, and you can quit out of the game over here, and so I can close down that laptop. Back. Out. Out. Now. Yeah, I know. It's, it's not as easy as on a Get console. Out. Do it. You can't just hold down the... Do it now. The All right, guys. Button. So I'm going to go get me another brew. Go get, get another brew. brew. We're going to be uh, setting up uh, the next ne- uh, the next thing. Maybe we'll just take a real quick music break just so we can kind of get things straightened out here. Not too long. And uh, then we'll be back with the hardware segment here. So, um, And I'll actually do something kind of neat. I'll actually let you uh, see what we're doing over here while we're doing our hardware segment. So we'll be right back here on uh, Friday Night Gaming. Okay, so we are uh, back here on uh, Friday Night Gaming. I'll have to switch the TV back. So um, amidst light, lightning streams and uh, tornado warnings and stuff, they're going to probably shut us off. That's what, that's what they were telling us. So uh, hopefully that won't happen. Um, I have something saved. And... Uh, Hopefully we won't uh, have to lose everything we've done so far. So um, we're going to do our hardware segment. This is uh, we need everybody off the stage for this, uh, just for uh, security reasons. Uh, so um, let's uh, let's take a look at this. So what are what are we showing? What are we showing, Glenn? Well, we've shown we've shown 360s before numerous times, and we have yet to show you guys how to fully repair one. As tonight, we're not going to do that either. This is more of a example. We had this come in uh, for repair through the shop. What you're seeing here, and most of you guys are probably familiar with what the 360 looks like without the shell. This is just basically without the casing on it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your DVG, DVD drive, excuse me, the metal housing casing. This is the front um, of the unit. This is where your ring of light is. Not to bore any of you guys that know exactly what I'm talking about, but... Just kind of giving you the rundown and the basics. Um, This is the second Xbox that we've seen come in from a particular repair company. And the first time the one came in, we didn't call any names. No. You know, we're in the business. They were in the business. It was actually shown here on the show. Yeah, it was shown on the show. I believe it was the... It was was the week you weren't here. It 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 was the night your noob was born. That's right. That's right. So... The night that my noob was born. Game Guru even knows which one we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, Alan was here, and Alan yep. showed you guys some of the, the, the mishaps of, of a repair that was done by a, a company. 
and we weren't going to call any names. I, I, I made a phone call to that company up in New York and mm-hmm. wanted to get some history and wanted to find out what they did and why they did what they did, and I got hung up on. Mm-hmm. I called back and said, you know, I've got this customer's unit. They brought it in for repair, and I, I just, you know, I want to know what's going on. You know, why are you guys doing this kind of work? And if they weren't who they say they were, then I would it wouldn't have been a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. These guys claim to be the place to go. They've appeared in Xbox Official Magazine as being an ultimate repair center. Mm-hmm. And now a second one has came into the shop, confirmed that it's from this company. And um, let me show you what they did. Let me show you what's going on. And I, I don't know if I'm... If, if I'm going to keep it that much of a secret of who these guys are. Nah, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I may uh, reveal this information, you know, and I'm not one to bash other shops because, like I said earlier, I'm in the business, and, and that's just something that professionalism you don't do. But check this out, guys. This is the DVD drive. This is the front of the Xbox. Uh, this is your ring of light. This is a Coke Rewards advertisement in front of the um, GPU or the CPU fan. Air travels through this piece here, which in the air, the fans pull air out of this unit. So it, it takes air in from the inducts on the sides here, here. It even takes it in from the cracks along the DVD drive. That's the reason why your uh, your drives and your lasers get dirty because if it's pulling out the back, which this is the best design for it anyway, this is where it comes from. Someone has blocked off every bit of airflow. By taping with electrical tape, a coupon. MXT wants to know if he can get the number. The number to the shop or to no, the coupon? To, to the coupon, the, the Coke Rewards number. Yeah, it's, a Coke, it's a Coca-Cola Zero official. Get a free 20-ounce. Yeah, there, there's yeah. – <laughs> What – so this is like, – like I was telling you, this is the CPU. The fan pulls the air across it. Now, having this blocked right here is going to put a huge strain on the fans in the back. It obviously is going to cause the GPU to overheat and to reach temperatures that it should never be at. If I lift this DVD drive up, there's your coupon from Papa John's with a, with a little bit of electrical tape. Now, just to give these guys a little bit of, I, I, I'm not even going to use the word credit. Mm-hmm. But I, I was looking at this trying to guess where they were trying to go with this idea of at least play this side right here. I have no idea what they were thinking, why they would think this, unless they were wanting the airflow that does come in to bypass this CPU. Mm-hmm. To them, they must assume that the CPU doesn't need to be cool and that the GPU is more important. Now, the GPU rests underneath this heat sink. And this is the pro- this. This GPU, this graphics processor chip that's underneath this heat sink is what causes your overheat, your three red lights. It pops up off the board. So, yes, you do want to keep this cool. The CPU is not generally the one that has the problem, but you don't punish it like this just because it's not the problem. Here's, here's you some coupons there for some fifteen ninety nine, one extra Th- this large This makes me pizza. hungry for some pizzas. Mm-hmm. You get a one, one extra large pizza any way you want. Courtesy of the the great 360 guys. Anyway, in theory, what I'm thinking they were going is that if they block this off and airflow comes in, then they're taking the air volume that normally goes through here and they're more redirecting it over here. 
Now, this DVD drive, and I've still got it plugged in, mm-hmm. it sits completely on top, flush with, you can see the cutout of the air induct um, mm-hmm. place here. It sits completely on top of it. So the airflow does go up underneath the drive and pass through the front of these vents. So in theory, I can understand where they were trying to go with this, but, but Microsoft already did that by placing the DVD drive on top. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They place this sits on top of this, so there's no need for a flap. And by putting a flap on this, it actually is going to hold more air in there, or more heat mm-hmm. in. Excuse me. But um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and unplug the DVD drive just to get it out of the way. You guys can see a little bit more of what I'm talking about. So I know the probably the number one question is, who does this kind of work? Mm-hmm. Question from an audience, huh? Uh, was it set like that, or was it, you know, is that how you found, how they, like, sent it to you? This didn't uh, come, this came in from a customer. We, really? We, we do customer repair for about seven different video game stores here in Atlanta. They also come mailed in, shipped in. We do iGames. This um, came in from a local customer of another game store that we do work for, and the customer... Um, Kept having it overheat? It, the, the problem was it was three-red lighting, and it was having the error code 74. Now, it's wow. already been opened. Otherwise, Microsoft announced this month that they're going to take care of the, the E74s. But it was already open, so they brought it in. Now, the thing is, this is a huge reason why it's overheating right here. But the point of this whole story is this is the second unit. This came from the, oh, the same game. Uh, the same... same the same company oh, that, uh, that, that uh, does 360 repair. Oh, yeah. Should I check mine for any coupons? <laughs> now, well, that's, that's a good question. If you've bought a refurbished aftermarket um, 360, I, they are in the business of selling refurbs. But if you sent – this is a company online that claims to be the pros and professionals that <laughs> do 360 repair, that you can send it in. They warranty their work. And I called the guy on the last one, the last uh, customer that we were doing this work for. I couldn't get it to recover because it had damaged the CPU so so badly that we couldn't bring this back up. So I called them and said, you know, hey, what are you guys going to do for this customer of mine and of yours that brought this in to have repaired? And he said a couple of choice things to me and hung up. <laughs> called him back. He told me that I voided their warranty by opening it, and they wouldn't do anything for him. And I didn't call them out. This is the second time we've seen it. So if I've seen it twice and they're as far as they are away from us, then this is probably what they do. It's time to go uh-huh. to Wapner, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is what they're doing to the to the systems. Oh, were, you surpri- uh, were you surprised when you found the coupons? Well, this I've seen from them before. I have not seen this ever. Yeah, the last one had post-it notes. Yeah, there was a post-it <laughs> note here taped to it. This one, I guess they just grabbed whatever they had in the break room. Or was it just empty? The other one had writing on it. Well, yeah, it had some. Uh, they had tagged a couple different places on it. Yeah. A- MW33. That's right. MW33. So, so where does MW33 work? He works at the 360pros.com. 360pros.com. They're out of New York. They've been an official Xbox magazine as being the best Xbox 360 repair company out there. And I. I'm just ashamed because I, you know, I, I w- I've never called any other place out. I've worked on 
small engines my whole life at shops. I've worked at car. I, I worked on Mercedes. And that's just one of the things you do is you don't down other repair places or any other companies, even if you come in behind them. But this is ridiculous. No, oh, so you just it, it, like you know we just you were kind of like fed up with because they did something like that. Well, it's it's coming into you know how fair is this for you? If this was your box and you brought it to me and you said, hey man, this thing is overheating and getting. I wouldn't like it. I wouldn't like if I had you know. You I'd know, say whoever coupons. actually owns this unit has a case. Yeah, I would think oh, yeah, so. You can sue. I mean, I I mean I've done work before. I, excuse me. Uh, yeah, this is Zeno again. But uh, I've done I've done PC repair as well. I got about four and a half years experience before I got to this new job in Jacksonville. And even in our 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 area, we have a company that's less than reputable. It's actually been taken to court twelve times. So I mean, if a company starts doing work of that quality, they need to be called out mm-hmm. because they bring down everybody else within that industry. Yeah, so, exactly. That's why do you think we have such the the. The car industry gets a lot. You know, I was in the car industry for a while, and everybody's like, oh, I don't want to take my car somewhere that I don't trust because I don't want to get ripped off. Mm -hmm. This is where this is going to become with computers and with console repair because of companies or or people that do this. And they do this because this is going to work. This is going to get it out of the door, and this is going to last, you know, obviously it's their 30-day warranty period. Mm -hmm. And then it's not their problem anymore, evidently. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. That's shoddy. Whoever owns that needs to be pointed towards one, the Better Business Bureau, mm-hmm. and two, possibly a good lawyer, especially if there's been more than one case of this coming to this particular company. So if they get together and all announce at once, then that company really doesn't have too much wiggle room, mm-hmm. unless of course they got somebody in their back pocket. So, yeah, you know. <laughs> very true. Now. Um Gripper01 wants to know in our chat room, is that a fire hazard with all the cardboard? I, I would, you know, I would want to say yes. I don't want to misinform or scare anybody or make anybody go crazy and start ripping apart boxes. The, the GPU on this thing gets extremely hot. Well, I mean, that paper would have to be around 450 degrees yeah. before it catches fire. Your hand would be burnt by the air coming out in the unit before that. So I don't think it's a fire hazard with the paper. Mm-hmm. However, I mean, that's just plum ridiculous. You put your hand near that, you're going to feel radiant heat yeah, anywhere from be. that box if it gets that hot. So, It's definitely going to, you know, I mean, it's definitely going to get hot. I'm, I'm surprised that there's not, you know, maybe some little lines in here where it tempered the paper. I, but as far as it being combustible and bursting into flames, like, you know, like. Like I, laptop batteries. <laughs> like laptop batteries. <laughs> <clears throat> that's probably not an issue here, but it's definitely not worth taking the risk. I mean, who knows what, you know, th- this thing may get so hot that a piece pops off the board. Who knows what would happen? Oh, it could have exploded. Nah. No explosions, no no instant, you know, burning down apartments or anything, but definitely, definitely an issue mm-hmm. and some odd work here. And of all things, a coupon. I mean, it wouldn't look so ridiculous. If it was a post-it note. Yeah, I mean, if it was some, you know, neatly trimmed out board, and I'm not making light of this, but <laughs> but it, this looks ridiculous when you open up a, a 360 and there's Papa John's coupons and Coke reward. I mean, at least put in an advertisement for your own store. You yeah. Know? I mean, get, put, put some 360 Pro's business cards in there or something. That's right. Well, you know? I don't think they actually wanted to announce who was doing that work. <laughs> Very true. But, hey, and, and actually, uh, Hecht says, you know, they put coupons because they do shitty work. Have a discount to a Coke and pizza on them. <laughs> so th- this is your reward. Okay, yeah, your, your Xbox fucked up, but, hey, you have some pizza and some Coke right now. 
Go get a free 20 ounce. And the, the thing that they do is that if you open this and find this out, mm-hmm. they tell you, oh, no, you voided the warranty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's what they did when I called uh, on the first time. Uh, mm-hmm. I talked to the customer. I told her I was going to do whatever I could, and I was going to call these guys up and, and chew them out and say, hey, what are you doing? And this guy was just like, oh, you voided the warranty. You can send it back, and we'll fix it for 50 bucks. And I'm like, 50 bucks? Is, and he's like, well, that's half price. So they're, they're charging $100 for this. It's, and they're already discounting, even though the fact that, yeah. So the fact that they're trying to discount it, on yeah. a pair they already did says it's shady. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're just going to change out the, the coupons. They're like, okay, well, Papa John's didn't work. Let's try Pizza Hut. Let's do the Sizzler. <laughs> right? I know, this, I know, guys, this isn't a, a, a repair, and we're not really showing you anything how to do here. But um, I, we saw this today. I showed it to Bobby. I was like, I've, "I'm." This is better than the Virtual Boy. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I was like, "We've got to show this going on," and and you know, at least there's no writing on it this time. Like, I don't see MW33 anywhere on it. Yeah, nobody tagged it. Now, I will say this: I opened this thing straight up out of the out of the case, and I haven't removed anything uh-huh. other than what you guys just saw me take the drive out, and I just flipped it upside down. I'm, I'm kind of looking at it right now, and. Um, there's a there's a motherboard screw if you can see that. Uh huh. You see it right there. Yeah. There's a motherboard screw about halfway hanging out right there. I'm zooming in. Get, hold it still. You see how high it is up off the the casing. And yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty significant. Yeah. You see that? I'd be fired from my job if I left a bolt out of an aircraft that far out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely would. Oh, and there's uh, there's another one. I'm going to set it down so you can get more focus on it, but here's another one. You see that one? Mm-hmm. This is one right here. You see that? See how high that one is? Give my camera a second to autofocus, guys. It's going to be very blurry until it decides. There. And this and this one over here as well. Not Not quite as bad as this one, but there's one, two, three bolts that are left loose. I think the guy who worked on this is an ex-employee that we fired from our shop. <laughs> but that, yeah, that's terrible. Hex says, look at that screw. We demand breadsticks for this travesty. <laughs> yeah, they didn't, even put a, they didn't even put a coupon on the... Yeah. Oh, on no the, coupon behind the... No, nothing there. No cheese sticks. This was tore. This is a, um, this is a piece of tape that back when I, when I first started repairing, I was always like, you know what? Why, why the tape? Is, it, is there a significance of it being metal? Is, are they using it to ground? I will tell you this. If you leave that tape off, you get a, bu- you get a buzz from your drive when the thing spoils uh. up and slows down. It's a little bit of a vibration kind of damper thing up here. I hear the rain, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Rain, the is, rain coming is coming. Rain's good for you. Yeah, not the, it's good not for my convertible. <laughs> but I don't see anything else. That's that's enough right there for that. So 360pros.com. <laughs> 360pros.com. If you go to their website, mm-hmm. they claim um, that, I don't know if you were heading there, but they, um, they, they, they're famed to claim as they've been in Xbox Official Magazine and mm-hmm. they've been doing this forever and they've done the Xbox One repairs and... And you know, send it in. They, they'll take care of you. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a big <laughs> oh, old site. Take care of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a big long site of different 
um, testimonials, and you know we've been doing it for this long, and we have a qualified staff, and we fix anything, and, and a bunch of great stuff. We do skins. What's that? Well, you do skins for it, like. Uh, if I paid you, would you like change the skins on it and everything? D- different outer case. Well, yeah, we, yeah. You can check out our website, man. We do different um, customization stuff. But yeah, we're we're talking about this kind of thing here right now. So, what do you what do you think the? Um, I guess a, a question to the audience is, how you know if this was your box, what kind of approach would if I if I called you up and said, hey guys, this is what I found wrong with your box. And I and you know I gave it back to you and, and I wasn't involved other than passing this information on to you. Mm-hmm. What what would you guys do? I mean, would you call these people up? Would would, would, would you, you blame Glenn? Yeah, that's a good question too. I, ha- haven't you been blamed before? Yeah, I'll take um I'll take that as a question because that's that's some things that happen. You know, we we've opened up things that's been you know been here one to three days. We've opened them up, called them, and said, "Hey, we found this crazy stuff going on in here." And they're like, "Well, how do we know you didn't do it?" <laughs> yeah, we've we've had that before, but um, so that that is a good question. But my yeah, my question was, you know, if, if I hand this stuff back to you, call you up and say, hey, come down here and take a look at this, you know, what are you guys gonna do? Are you gonna you gonna file a police report? You gonna call them up? You gonna get an attorney? Because most of you guys, you know, didn't. If you're like me, you, you don't have the money to go out and grab up a, a an attorney or a civil case. Mm-hmm. What's your, what's your action? Your plan of attack? GameGuru says, obviously Microsoft loves them because you will buy another console after their work. <laughs> Endorsed by Microsoft. Uh, Broxy Bear said he would call trading standards and find a good lawyer. Cool, cool. Uh, Breakman wants some beer coupons in there. I mean, come on. Yeah, at least some beer coupons. Yeah. One suggestion I could actually offer up is uh, if you know for a fact that they did, like, this is uh, like after right after the unboxing when you first get it, mm-hmm. and you see all this stuff in there, you talk to the company and they're threatening, uh, oh, uh, violation of warranty or whatever all right use the interwebs there's a great website that i browse every once in a while just to see what's going on called the consumerist which covers all of this type of issue mm-hmm. whether it's you know d- uh, direct uh, customer support issues warranty related stuff that's why i learned not to worry about worry about so much warranties coming from the big stores because sometimes those things change hands they don't honor left and right there's lots of shady stuff going on uh, that's one way. If you if the law won't help you out because you're essentially taking that straight to court, some of these guys got their stuff together just like our old competitor. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're out of legal things and you have to resort to the people and hopefully their noise, especially on the Internet, I mean, we're all geeks. If we see something, Lord knows we'll talk about it. Throw it up on Dig. Throw, you know, Do what you have to to promote it. Right. That way the company is called out and has to answer the issue from another angle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, everybody here is even saying call your local news station, call reporters and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or even small claims court. Small, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. That's the one thing I did re- read about there is any charge still has to be answered for, even if it's in a, you know, in a multi-state company. If you file it legally, because that in like in your town, because that's where you bought it, uh-huh. then somebody has to come down. Start record. There we go. Welcome back. Friday Night Gaming is back here on FNGLive.net. We are live from the Computer Arena in Roswell, Georgia, where we just survived a lightning storm. I guess um, my computer survived. Mo- the audio recording looks like it survived. I'm going to have to do a little tiny bit of editing on it. For the podcast, um, we're going to have to figure out what type of sound effect we want to put in for the sudden stop. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, is your mic on? 
Make sure. Yep. Y- yes, yes, I was, I was muted. Right. You were muted. You mm-hmm. muted yourself. Um, so uh, we, we're here at the Computer Arena. We have shown 360pros.com. I hope that video saved. Yeah, right. Um, if not, we'll have to do it again. Yep. <laughs> and it put it on dig this time. Dig. Um, so, uh, and uh, we, we've played Demigod. We've talked about the Rook. We've won a game of the Rook. Xenocore from the Ultimate Quest, he is here. And as we were showing, I'm going to actually show this real quick uh, before he comes back and sits down. Because somebody in chat was asking about this right when the light, lightning storm hit. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. That is a Dragon Ball Z shirt. Mm-hmm. And up, oh, we're down again. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Yay, I'm going to get, I want to see him moon me. So, I guess now. What we'll do is uh, we're going to get into our uh, uh, online game that we're going to do. Now, you know, we're, we're doing this mainly for people in our chat room who basically say, Bobby, you never play anything that I have. You never play anything online with your audience that I have. Feel free to turn on the mic there because it's turned off on the top because of its feedback issues. There you go. Good. All right, cool. I, yeah, there we go. No feedback yet. Yay. And he's off camera, so it's even better. <laughs> Get buddy, buddy. Get buddy, buddy with us. We're like in the... Get all friendly. Exactly. Pickup truck. Exactly. (laughs) So we're going to be playing some Bionic (laughs) Commando, the the multiplayer-only demo of this. And uh, here's here's the problem with it. There's no friends-only games. There's no matchmaking. Uh, It doesn't matter if you have us friend requested, even though we're FN gaming. Uh, It doesn't matter. Everything, everybody's going to go into the same game. But here's the thing. I tried playing this game earlier today. Nobody was playing it. So my hope is, is it that good? we're going to be the only ones playing it. I think everybody already played the demo. It came out earlier this week. So I think everybody's already done with the demo, or I hope so. So if you want to try to get in with us, we'll let you know when to join in the game because it just basically uh, matches people uh, based on, you know, like you say, I want to go into a match, and then boom, that's it. But I'm going to start off the game here. We're going to show you a little bit of the game because there's one thing that this game does as a design decision that I don't agree with, and it's in the menus. And, and I'm one of those few people that actually talk about the menus uh, and, and look at me- the way they did certain things to show you the game. This, I disliked what they did here. So we're loading up Bionic Commando. Um, hey, and we've got friends playing the game. They're already ready to get into our game. Uh, and I assume Xenocore is going to be playing the game. So it at least tells you that your friends are playing. I think everybody wants to see you play. I don't play games on the air. I have to host the show. That's that. They got the we got the volume up really loud on that. I guess. What about you? I played the last game. You want to give this one a shot? Uh, Glenn's got a co-host too. Yeah. I'm, this is for. I'm on. I'm restricted. This is for uh, Mableton over there. He's normally our in-game player or. If you want to take a run at it. But but watch this. Watch this, guys. Okay, so the option screen. Bobby doesn't let me play. And then... I beat him and everything. Yeah, except for Eternal Champions and Killer Instinct <laughs> and stuff. You only beat me in Excite Bots. <laughs> the real stuff. <laughs> I can't even see on the small screen to see what I'm actually looking for here. Hang on. This is that device or, or that monster from Sphere, isn't it? There it is. Okay, so this is the thing. This is how you can tell what buttons do what. Mm-hmm. But in order to do it, you actually have to hit the button 
and it will tell you then what that button does. But you have to hit every single button and say, oh, this button does this. And if you hold it longer, it actually gives you a longer thing. But it's kind of like, I, I just want to see what everything does without having to do something. To, yeah, to you're supposed to press them all at once. And then it... It's not working, Glenn. <laughs> actually, this is better than what I thought it was. Because initially, the for only first time I saw the control screen is when it's loading the map. Uh, and when it finishes loading the map, it doesn't say press a button to continue. It just throws you into it. So I'm sitting like, gotcha. okay, this one does this. this uh, wait, 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 don't load the mission. I don't know what I'm doing yet. Yeah. So, yeah, that was extremely frustrating. You, but, know, look, you know what? You know what? This looks very familiar to me. What? This looks like the dev kit for the controller. There you go. You know, when, you're, uh, when you're doing the layout for the controller and the dev kit. Mm-hmm. You got to hit, you gotta hit back and start at the same time to get out of it. So, um, I guess, you know, the only thing we can do is Xbox Live. And so we're going to have, uh, we're going to basically go ahead and start the game and, uh, let somebody sit down at their couch over there. And, because I haven't seen this game because nobody was playing earlier. So I finally tried to play it today. So I guess you get to play against Xenocore. We do have a voice chat. So you'll get to hear Xenocore play on FN Gaming. He's going to head on down. Uh, Bionic Commando. Multiplayer beta, free for all Xbox Live users. Go ahead and turn off that mic over there so I can... There we go. So now we're sitting in the lobby, and it's already put us in a game. I wonder who it's put us in with. Are they anybody we know? Nope. Doesn't look like anybody we know this time, but there's a lot more people playing now than there were at 2 o'clock this afternoon. Breakman asks, "How do you play with a friend? Uh, you can't. Not four, on. You three, in, you invite him two, over. One. Yeah. Begin. Not to your house. Unfortunately, not. Well, you can't even play locally on this. <laughs> and hey, look at that. Zero already dead. Good shot. It's just like demigod. And unfortunately, yes, we are playing random lobbies because. Um, they, they didn't want you to play with your friends in, in this. And you chose the pink guy? <laughs> Randomly picked the pink guy for Xenocore. This is on the Xbox 360. Breakman says Capcom hates friends. Capcom's known for doing this because they even just put out the Marvel vs. Capcom demo on, uh, on the PlayStation Network. And its demo is just like Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo HD Remix Spectacular Championship Edition. <laughs> where the only way you can play the demo is if you have two two controllers. Now, they did the um, Marvel vs. Capcom. Is this the... Is this it's not rend- an HD Remix. It's, it's, a, it's a rendition, or is this a uh, new Marvel vs. Capcom? It's Marvel vs. Capcom 2. The, the Dreamcast Edition? I think so. And, it, I mean, I haven't played the, the, the MVC 2, but it's... Uh, you know, Doomplake says it encourages you to have friends, the real-life kind. Because you can't play the demo without another person. I mean, I, I had a second controller, so I was able to beat up on somebody. But I, the, they didn't fight back, which is kind of how I like it. Well, even Capcom with Resident Evil 5, um, in early production of Resident Evil 5, they didn't have the split-screen thing going on. Yeah. There wasn't even a lobby for you to add in a second player mm-hmm. until uh, there was... Whoa! <laughs> The Rook got you again. Was the Rook in this game? 
So now he's swinging around like Spider-Man. I have been waiting on this game since... And this has been in production for a while. Yeah. What's the word on release date? Do we know? I'm terrible with, with I don't. Dates. Yeah, I, I didn't look. Rumor has it that this comes with another 8-bit uh, rendition edition. Really? Not of the remake of the uh, original, but right. an 8-bit version. Oh, like just a, like the a ROM? Mi- mm-hmm, like a mi- no, well, like a mini-game. Mm-hmm. Not nothing redone from Nintendo, but just a... Yeah. You know how they did Mega Man 9? Right. I, I'd heard talk about that. I don't know if, it's, mm-hmm. if they're going to continue with that and do it, but that would be pretty cool if they released an 8-bit side-scrolling version of it just as a bonus. That's cool. Yeah, 8-bit re- retro gaming is kind of coming back, or, you know, make people making new games in the 8-bit format. Mm-hmm. Like, it's al- always been around kind of like in the homebrew scene and stuff like that, but now actually big companies are getting into it. Because, you know, you had Mega Man 9, that started it. Uh-huh. Sega released a WiiWare title in Japan. This is insane. It's called On a Weird Way Pulls Big Adventure. <laughs> okay. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll pull up some video after we do some Bionic Commando with this because I, I finally was able to play this game. And it is basically a parody of all 8 bit side scrollers. Every single one. Really? Yep. And it's in 8 bit. You know, and, and it's basically, it's one of those, it's kind of like, you know, find all the gags. That's kind of the thing. Mm-hmm. That, that's kind of the point of the game is you, you have to go find all the gags. And, you know, it's stuff like, you know, you go down a pipe and then you come back up with soot uh, all over you because, you know, you, you went down a pipe, you know, and, and you shouldn't do that. Um, but other things like, you know, the background kills you. You turn into a stick figure. The background music goes away and it's just some dude singing the background music. Very cool. Um, and there's, uh, you know, like you, you eat a mushroom, you get really, really big, so big you die because you take up the entire screen and see you hit the front of the screen another mushroom makes you big only in one certain area and uh it, it actually magna- zooms in on your crotch to show you wow this cer- certain area I yeah we wear title and a weed we title by sega wow what's going on and this is out this is something you've already played it's out in japan out in japan there's the music this is a good this is good tracks mm-hmm. for this We're watching Xenocorp get owned. Oh, no, he actually owned him. I like this music. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've always liked the Bionic Commando music. Nice roll. Do a barrel roll. Oh, Do a barrel roll! That's a belly flop. But yeah, in the demo, no friends playing, no playing against your friends. Oh, match over. Yeah, by the way, five-minute time limit only. Five-minute time limit only. So now yes. we're going to try again and see if we can get in. But it looks like there's so many people playing online. I doubt we're going to get to play with anybody in our chat room. I apologize. I tried. Um, Capcom just does not like you. It says May 2009, so obviously it's going to be out next month. Yeah, This month. It's May 1st. This month. This month. Oh, I'm a day behind. This month. So let's see if uh, let's see now the lottery is. Can we get anybody that we know in the game? Hey, 
And I don't recognize any of those gamer tags, so... Nope. Nope. Tiger Claw says if you own Bionic Commando rearmed, you can unlock the classic costume for the 3D version. That is correct. Mm-hmm. And it's out May 19th. May 19th. Thanks to Tiger Claw again. Yep. He's a freak, he is. Right <laughs> just in time for our season finale. Uh-huh. Which is? May 22nd. May 22nd. It's our se- season finale. Season one is over. It's May 22nd of Friday? I yes, it is. Okay. Okay, now he looks like Tron. Tommy Tallarico would be very happy. Yes. Yeah, May 22nd. By then, we'll let you know all the details about Season 2. Mm-hmm. Um, because there might there will probably be some changes. Um, we'll leave it at that. Um, some changes to the structure of the show, some of the things we're doing, stuff like that. So uh, it's still being worked out. And all that stuff, but we will let you know. It would start July third. I can tell you that. That's when. That's when season two would start. So, this is Bionic Commando multiplayer, the beta, or not the beta, the demo, the free demo that just came out on Xbox Live. It's multiplayer only with random people you don't know. Do we know anything about the multiplayer? Is it going to be teams? Is it going to be 4v4? Team uh, Slayer? It looks like it's deathmatch. But I don't know. I mean, they only include one map. They only include one mode. The five-minute time limit and stuff like that. Is it going to be a five-minute uh, campaign and, a <laughs> and 14 multiplayer maps? I don't know. <laughs> Is the single player just a, a tutorial for the multiplayer? Good question. Good question. Alpha Box says season two will be in the basement of the Atlanta Chuck E. Cheese. You you already leaked the, the I news, know. did you? Alpha Box, you're banned. <laughs> you weren't supposed to tell. I trusted you in confidence, and you let it go. And you let you let me down. You did learn from Derek H. So Xenocore from the Ultimate Quest, he is playing here on Xbox Live. Let's see nice. if I can get some picture-in-picture uh, picture here. Hey, it's us. Look there's, at that. We're, there's we're, a picture-in-picture. Picture. Yeah, but we don't want that. We don't want to look at me. We want to look at... Let's see here. Do-do-do's. There we go. There's Xenocore. I'll make him a little smaller. There he goes. <laughs> he shrunk. He shrunk. Xenocore from the Ultimate Quest came up here from Jacksonville just to play Bionic Commando against random people. And demigod. Does it look like there's a radar feature on this either? It's not. I'll draw your radar for you. Okay. Put a bunch of little blips. There's done. Okay. Got a, a little center. Got to have like a little Gotta center have piece. The center. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's the center. Yep. Some and green and red ones. And then so the red, 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 uh-huh. red, 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 red. And one green. 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 There it is. <laughs> nice. So there we we have our uh, we have our radar here. Anything else we need on the screen? Hmm. Do we have a health gauge? Ammo gauge? Is there anything on the screen? Um. There. Yeah. There's a health gauge. What is the um? What is the weapon? 
sitting there that's twirling around and on the left lower which is actually inside the radar right mm-hmm. now well here I'll draw I'll draw a health gauge okay so let's see here we'll do it up here We're like this is the gauge mm-hmm. it's pink and this is how much health he has <laughs> Game design at its best. That's right. Now I'll show you something you can't get in this demo. Doo-doop. Achievement unlocked. <laughs> blah blah blah. <laughs> I'm drawing it on my screen. Achievement unlocked. You are no longer pink. And then remember, he's got a big, huge arm, so it goes this way. There's his bionic commando arm. (laughs) There. Sniper rifle. So he's got a sniper rifle, but I don't see him sniping. I see him being all Batman. Or not Batman. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. And I see him dying. Shotguns will do this. Oh, tear. Jason, VX Jason XV says, co- uh, achievement unlocked, copyright infringement. Minus 10. Wow. <laughs> Necromoss says, FNG is still on. We're a three hour show. We go from 8 to 11. We're an hour three. We've got 45 or 35 or something minutes left until I can go have dinner. <laughs> okay, so now we're in the lobby again. We're going to see if we can get any random people that we know. So the object is your gamer tag needs to be in here somehow. That's the, that's, that's the key. We want to get We want to get somebody we know. We picked a game that everybody could play just to play with people, and then Capcom screwed us over. Well, can you pick? Um, can you pick settings? Like, can you pick nope. which map? Nope. It's all how grayed many, out. How many rounds? It's all grayed out. Like they show you this, they say in the full game you can get this. You can choose because that's how you we used to mm-hmm. do it in Gears when we were playing a rank match. We just mm-hmm. set up our settings and then find each other. See, that's my main issue with what they did with the demo. Mm-hmm. If the you mean the graphics are supposed to be all huge, you know, how come we can't see it? You pick the night level. We can't even see where the hook is going. We have to rely upon the reticle to tell us what the hook is doing. It's like, you'll notice, while I'm playing, white is just a generic aiming, and mm-hmm. it means you're somewhat close to in range. Blue, you can hook onto it. Right? If it's red, it's hooked, and you can actually pull something around or use it, such as when you jump and then jump again when you're in the air, you'll reel in your hook and kick whoever you happen to be to. That's how half those guys are flying off the tops of buildings and such. Mm-hmm. But you can't see any of that because the level's too dark. So it's like... Mm-hmm. I mean, and they show uh, and they show it the same level in daytime right now on the screen. So it's like, <laughs> why can't we play that instead? Then I can see all your pretty graphics and stuff. Uh, daytime is hard. True, daytime is hard. We are somewhat nocturnal, us <laughs> geeks. We are. Yes. Well, it's because we're playing this at ten o'clock at night. Oh, yeah. It, this will be my last one, and then I'll trade up with somebody. All right. Okay. Yeah, and everybody's on the on the couch is already calling for the game next. Just don't break my controllers. They call it, That's call all. It dibs. Don't throw my controller against the floor. <laughs> no nerd rage allowed. Uh, 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 rage quit. Five, four, three, two, one. 
right. We're going to begin, and he's trying again. All right. That announcer was awfully familiar to Halo. I was thinking Unreal. I didn't know if yeah. how close he is to Unreal. Okay. I'm not a first-person shooter guy, I'll, so... I'll give you Unreal. And he got shot in midair. That is awesome. Yeah, I think we're playing against people who have been playing the demo nonstop for the past, like, three days. Just for those achievements that they can't get. Mm-hmm. They're like, maybe if I play this demo enough, I'll get an achievement. They're, they're, they're playing this for when it does come out. They can jump right on multiplayer and dominate on the dark map. Yeah, because you know where everything is on the dark map, and maybe the day map. Maybe. Now, what I want to know is how close this is to the web-slinging in Spider-Man, because they did a good job with it mm-hmm. in the later Spider-Mans, because I reviewed Web of Shadows. And it really does look like the way that Spider-Man, they did it in the Spider-Man games. I wish I could pick up things that were big, huge orange holograms. <laughs> it's got your button configuration up at the top when it's um, yeah. when it's available. Light punch, so heavy it, punch. Is that what it says? Jump and... Yep. Jump, light punch, heavy punch. So X doesn't do anything until you have maybe... Maybe something that uses Another it. weapon. Well, he wow. got the gun he wanted, and he almost died. And any chainsawing in this? No chainsawing. No. Oh, double kill. All right. Breakman says he's going to try to jump in when you're on a menu screen. That's what I'd uh, uh, say, you know. In fact, what I'll do is I'll type into chat, mm-hmm. because I've got our chat room, and it's not on a lag. And I'll say exactly when we get into the menu screen. We'll do a countdown. No, I mean, I, because there's no countdown. I'll just say we're at the menu screen. In fact, I'll go ahead and type it right now. Uh-huh. And uh, that way I can just hit enter, and uh, we'll be good. I see it. So I don't know if we should even take this call, but uh, we might as well. Friday Night Gaming, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Oh, you don't know if you're going to. What a surprise. I don't know. <laughs> so, so who is this? Uh, this is multiplayer is too hard, and I blame Comcast anyways, Jason. Okay, Jason <laughs> from Colorado calling every week. Always Comcast's fault. He's the new Pen15. He's the new Pen15? Yes. Yeah, because we haven't heard from Pen15 in like months. It's ever since you got uh, Killer Instinct. That's right. <laughs> so, Jason, you're now the spokesperson for Comcast. Is that what you're saying? Uh, uh, the, 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 that's no why comment. speaking for Comcast. Oh. Uh. So what's up? What's on your mind other than Comcast? Multiplayer is hard. Multiplayer now. Why is multiplayer hot? Hard because I'm sitting in the I'm sitting in the lobby for a minute and a half, anxiously watching the video stream to see if we get paired up. I get paired up. It's nobody I know. I leave and I come back, and he gets paired up like 20 seconds later. And uh. yeah, <laughs> like I said, what I'm what I'm going to do is I'm I've got we're at the menu screen like already sitting on the screen, and so all I'm going to do is hit enter the minute we get in the menu screen to see if you know, and then maybe people will hit their A button right at that time, maybe. And that way Maybe we won't we'll have this one more shot and then broadcast live from uh, inside the game. Yeah. Be like reboot. Except not suck. That's what we're going to do in the chat. Yeah, we're doing it in our chat room and. Compensate for the lag. Yep. 
because there's about a 30 second lag between our stream and between uh, Xenocore died. Um, it he says we says it, so we say it like it happens all the time. Well, it does. What he, he meant to say was again. Yes, I, I forgot the again. <laughs> so, what did you think of Demigod, Jason? Did you watch that interview? I it looked really good. Uh, mm-hmm. I I like real time strategies and the fact that you apparently you don't appear to have to grind so badly. Look, makes the game look pretty good by comparison. By grinding, I mean resource harvesting and building and upgrading and all of that stuff that you have a five-minute conquest and a 25-minute build-up to do. Mm -hmm. See, that explanation was for me. I thought he was skateboarding through it or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that wasn't quite what I had in mind. I I can play now. I'm catching on to this this RTS lingo of you guys. Uh You've never played Warcraft or Starcraft or anything else like that? Oh, boy. Or even Command & Conquer? No. Wow. I have not. I've... I've, I've been an NES, a Sega Genesis guy, um, little PlayStation, okay. first-person shooter. Uh-oh. Match over. I'm Here we go. we got a match over. We're going to try to catch this for you guys. And there we go. We're in the screen now? No, we're not yet. That's the scoreboard. Nope. Okay. Okay. Wait for it, guys. Yeah. Trust me. Real quick, Glenn. Uh, how many RPGs have you played? Oh, and Mapleton's calling me out, too, as well. Hey, how many RPGs have you played? Because I seem to remember us not being able to complete a demo because of your strategy. Oh! <laughs> oh, look, my backup just got you and kicked you. <laughs> ah, no, we're not at the menu screen. We're not. Nope. Not yet, not yet, not yet. Oh. False alarm. Oh. <laughs> I, I saw the screen flicker, and it went to the... He's a button masher, remember? <laughs> it's okay, learning. so this one... There it is. And now it's in, guys. I have not played. In, I have attempted RPGs for about ten minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what happened? I put it down and read a book. Why you gotta be hating RPGs? <laughs> <laughs> I want to play an RPG, and you're the guy that can probably. And I've asked every week, probably on the show since I've been on here. I want to find a good RPG that I can that will draw me in from the beginning, so I won't get bored easily. Because right. it's hard for me. Not Persona Four. <laughs> no, okay, <laughs> that I will not do. What style of game do you find yourself playing most often? You may need to turn that on. Oh, it is on. Yeah, he's okay. on. Okay. Right, so what uh, what game do you find yourself playing most often? What game do I play most often? Or game genre do you play? I, I'm into first-person shooters. I like third-person a little bit better than uh, first-person, um, such as Gears. Um, I played um, Heavenly Sword which was one of my favorite hack and slashes. So yeah, I, mine too, mine too. So I like that. Um, I like the ability of being able to keep moving and keep going, and it switched it up a little bit. Um, Castlevania Symphony of the Night is maybe the closest I've ever been to maybe an RPG because I, I get to pick my um, weapons and my upgrades and add them in, and I like that. Uh, I would first recommend... And I think almost everybody in chat will agree with me. I'd start you with Fallout or Oblivion. Fallout or Oblivion. Now, I will say, I have started Fallout 3, mm-hmm. and I gave it a shot. And everybody tells me what a wonderful, awesome, great game it was, and I didn't get out of the... Um... Yeah, there is a, there is a bit of, uh, of penance you do have to pay. You can't just jump right into it. Because there's that initial story. I mean, any RPG usually will center around the story. Yeah, so it's got to lay everything down for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't get out of the um, 
The vault. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. The vault. I didn't get out of the vault. I crawled around as a kid. I was like, what is this? I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm playing a video game as a baby. I got all the way up to where I left my birthday party and the kids were picking on me in the hallway. And I put it down with intentions to coming back, but I wasn't excited about coming back, so I didn't come back. And everybody tells me that I just didn't give it enough time and I would have been sucked all in. Yeah. Uh, the way Fallout 3 is structured, that first whole intro builds your character up to be what you will be when you walk out of the vault. Not so much story-wise, but character-wise. Uh, the next step you'll probably go through is the aptitude test, uh-huh. which picks your abilities. I, be- I believe that's about where I was. Yeah. I think I sat down for that. So after the aptitude test and you get your basic abilities, what type of character you're going to be, and you pick your initial quirks and stuff like that. Then I'm not. It's been a while since I played it, but I'm pretty sure right after that is when you get ready to have become a, mem- a working member of society, so to speak, and you go through your first FPS s- section, right? To where you're actually playing the game and you have some moral choices to make before you actually step out of the vault. And those choices set up the general direction you start out in. Once you actually leave the vault door, it shuts behind you. The whole world is your oyster at that point. So. You- but the vault has the very best portion of Fallout. And that's when you're the baby. And you're crawling around. You hit the A button. And you go, ba 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 And you just sit there and you hit the A button over and over again. ba ba Yes, I was, I was there for a while. I was like, check this out. I've never done this in a game before. No, I was not knocking RPGs. I've actually looked for one. Because... I'm in the gaming business, and I hear too much great stuff about it. What we got going on? We got anybody, anybody we know? Anybody we know? Is that the Burger King in there? I can't read I it. Can't, yeah, it's kind of bad on the screen. We can't see it. I don't recognize anybody. I'm sure they'll start speaking quit. up in chat after the match if they were in there. So. And no, we're not going to quit until we get oh. the people we want. I'm sorry. <laughs> quit, quit. Yeah, it was hard oh. enough just getting this game to work. Yeah, I can't we, agree we with just that. sat there waiting for like four minutes. Ditto. So, Jason, you played this demo? Uh, no, Five, I four, I don't want to play with a bunch two, of cussing fourteen-year-olds. Not that if I got into a game with Zeno, uh, <laughs> would I be playing it with six instead of seven fourteen-year-olds? Oh. I'm worse than the fourteen-year-old when it comes to cussing. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, it's not the cussing. It's the it's the language around the cussing that the cussing only uh, enhances. Oh, I, I suppose. You know those kids that you're talking about that are online that are talking all that smack and getting in your ear and you can't hear yourself think and you can't even get into the lobby and you don't know what's going on and you just want to strangle him? Yeah, those kind. He's right here in front of us. Yeah, step right there. He's right here. Step on up to the mic and um, <laughs> stand and be recognized. <laughs> he, this right here, right here, right here. this guy's, uh, tell us your name. Uh, Cole, I'm from Columbus or here I guess now. He represents... That genre of guy on Xbox Live. He stands here and represents them as a whole and says, Here I am. You now see what I look like. I am the guy on the other side of the mic that does all that smack talk. Here not, I am. Not, not, I, I, I do not smack talk on the on um, Xbox Live. I will defend myself. No, I, I, I don't smack talk on Xbox Live because everybody thinks I'm a chick because I have a high-pitched voice. Okay? Okay? I got that out there. That's all right? A, that's God. another issue entirely. <laughs> Do you use that to your benefit when you're in there? Huh? On Xbox Live? What? Do you use that to your benefit when you're on Xbox Live that people think <laughs> you're a girl? You actually, you should. I probably should, yeah. yeah. Yes. Should. It is a known fact in MMOs 
that if you pick a female avatar, you are more likely to be given loot and saved. <laughs> now, when you're playing a game, uh, when I was testing uh, Project Entropia, where you actually put in real-world money to get in-game credits. I mean, literally, you can money launder through this thing. It's ridiculous. And they actually are a bank now, the company running that. That's a whole other story. Yeah, look at the old episodes of Ultimate Quest for that. But um, literally, in that game, because it costs so much just to get your initial, you know, just to get a basic tool to make your own money, dressed as a female character, you have, you're more likely to actually get tips from other people. And you don't even have to shake your booty to do it. There you go. You, I never remember use that. that. Use yeah. that to your benefit. Yes. Right? Now you know. <laughs> So the next and time, knowing is half the battle. Yeah, G.I. Schmo. G.I. Joe. Now that's copyright infringement. <laughs> oh, minus 20. <laughs> <laughs> Digging ourselves a hole. <laughs> uh, teleprompters are good. <laughs> <laughs> so see there, you've learned something from tonight's show. Next time you're getting picked on, you get more gold. Yeah. If you're, if you're playing as a pirate, you get more booty. <laughs> So. And probably more STDs as well. <laughs> Is that standards? Uh, yeah. You get more standard yeah, upgrades? Ninjas are clean and you never see them. <laughs> and they finish and leave. You don't even know they were there. But a pirate always leaves something behind. <laughs> That's why ninjas are superior. And I'm sure Bobby will back me up on this one. Ninjas are better than everything. Damn Skippy. <laughs> well, Jason, there you go. You finally get to see who you were playing against. That's him right there. He represents them. Poster child of Xbox Live. The epic duels of all time. Or something like that. Actually, that is one thing I can say about the PS3. There is a lot less smack talk and a lot less profanity. And You've never been in home, have you? I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> Probably not. I just signed up for home last week. Mm-hmm. I looked at it. I said, "Hmm, let's check." No, this no, out. home is a whole nother animal. Okay? That is weird stuff, guys. Well, I, we need to do that one week on the show. Yeah, I've got to go. I've got a home account. I was actually in the beta, so I actually have like items and stuff that mm-hmm. most normal people have to pay for. I had them for free. Like what? The couch? Yes. You got the free couch. <laughs> I got the free couch <laughs> and the free chair and the and the free summer house. The five dollars summer house that they want you to buy. I got Ooh, that free. Awesome! Oh my so, yeah. gosh, mogul man. Yep, Shailene and I created our, 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 our home account, and I had no idea it was even out there because I, I, I watch Blu-rays on it, I uh, play some games, I don't get on much live with the PlayStation Network, and I went ahead and installed it, and I said, this is another life sucker right here. Well, I mean, literally, home is just a, a, vi- a visual IRC. Yeah. You're going to get the same no, smack. Uh-huh. It's, it's a vehicle to deliver ads. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. true as well. Yeah, I mean, as much IRC poop as you can imagine, it will occur. And y- y'all been the Barons, chat. Y'all know exactly what I'm talking about, my MMO folk out there. It gets pretty nasty, okay? Mm-hmm. And this is no different, only now you get visual cues. Mm-hmm. So, so you, dro- you draw up anybody that looks like Angelina Jolie or something that walk out there. You don't even have to be something skimpy. You can make a fat Angelina Jolie. It really don't matter. You're going to get introduced to someone in some odd way, and you will have a fan for life. Yeah, Sh- Shailene makes her avatar, and she's wa- she walks into the theater to watch the Wolverine trailer. And, and she has it figured out that, you know, you can, you can press the X when you get close enough. Well, I don't think that, it's what, that she couldn't, hadn't figured it out yet. It's the f- when she walked in, she walks up to the screen. We're trying to watch the video of the, of the Wolverine special preview. 
and um, it's like a swarm. It was it was like she got vomited on and left for dead, and the horde came. It was just the, <laughs> <laughs> the bile attracts the horde. She walked in with a skirt on in the movie theater, and it was like. <laughs> And she couldn't even press X to watch the video because every person was around her. All it was doing was trying to view their profile. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it should give, like, a, uh, a rape horn or something. Yeah, or, a, or some mace. Yeah. We need some virtual mace to spray and watch them, like, tweak and fall on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> you kidding me? You actually you put warfare at home? That's all I'd be doing. The ones that work from 30 feet away. <laughs> oh, my goodness. They, we could draw a member on her, and they'd probably all dart away. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, she should change her name to Pat. That's what she should do. Pat is a. I'm like not sure a, if the younger gamers would get that reference. A PE teacher. You could. P, I am a PE teacher. <laughs> <laughs> That's evil. You put That's that so in your wrong. bio. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh, uh, joystick and buttons. That's how the game works. What's up, Jason? <laughs> so RPGs. <laughs> yeah, what about RPGs? What you got? You probably like some of the same ones that I prefer. Such as Secret of, Secret of Mana, Secret of Evermore, and currently I'm working my way through Sword of Mana on the Game Boy Advance. Amen, amen, amen. Those, I'll, I mean, those, I'll give those... you Secret of Mana. I have not played the others because I was focused more on MMOs at the time. But please continue. I like it so much because it's kind of in the same exact vein that you described. You, the, the game starts out practically in a battle. Uh, and th- that's more relevant to Sword of Mana than it is to uh, Secret of Mana. But the style of Secret of Mana is that it is an RPG that is free-form battles. Yeah, action-based RPG, yeah. Yeah, and it's and you have all the traditional leveling items, healing, saving, this, that, and the other... But and a little bit of recharge uh, time, so you can't just hack and hack and hack and slash. Mm-hmm. But it's it's really well put together, and that was one of my most favorite uh, younger younger years classic generation RPGs. Yeah. I've Matt. actually I've actually played through Chrono Trigger, uh, Super Mario RPG, uh, obviously Secret of Mana, and what was another one that I did? I don't know that there actually was one. Breath of Fire too. Seen it, but I didn't have it. See, the last old school one that I actually tried to go all the way through was Breath of Fire 3 for the PlayStation 1. I still have my copy of that. Uh, And actually, I had a buddy of mine actually draw up a... While we were doing a little side note, I'm also a paper and pencil role player from way back. And we were playing City... We were playing Champion... uh, Excuse me, I'm blanking on the game now. Heroes Unlimited. And actually, I borrowed that image as one of my heroes, too. So, like, yeah, I went all Power Rangers with it. He grabs, he grabs his scythe, and he holds it above his head, and all of a sudden he turns into this dragon-looking thing. Just because that dude would twirl it around his head so quick, it looked like a propeller. I thought that was pimp as hell. So, you know, had to roll with that. But the, the main issue I have with most action RPGs is some of them focus a little bit too much on the action. For instance, some people call Diablo an RPG. I wholeheartedly disagree that a game is not an RPG. I mean, you're effectively, if you take out the story, it doesn't change the gameplay at all. You have no real motivation to go through that game other than loot. That's it. Diablo had a story? <laughs> My point exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, don't, I'm not sliding it as a game. It is a fun game. I lost two mice to it. You know? That's probably why I'm a little bit jaded, because I actually like one of those mice. Five. But, 
four, you know, three. There has there there has to be a complete package for most of the RPGs for me to call a role playing game. Because coming from paper and pencil, if I don't have some degree of control over to where I'm going with the plot line, then I get, I don't even want to play it. You know, it's like an interactive story. Be glad I made it through Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> to tell you the truth. Oh, that was hard. Yeah, no, I mean, Final Fantasy VII's game is what kept me in there. The, the actual design of the system around the story is what kept me in there. But as far as role, most of the Japanese RPGs all fall to the same stint. They're interactive books, not so much, you know, a role that you actually have control over. So have you, you, pl- uh, have you played this? Because I actually started playing this very recently, Mother 3. Uh, no, I have not. Milk would be able to speak on that, though. Okay. Milk is a huge RP, uh, JRPG fan. Where right. is Mother 3 available right now? Um, Super special back alleys um, of the digital world. Well, you see, I, I was able to... Um, well, I mean, what there's is it a made patch. for? There uh, is game Boy a, Advance. Yeah, okay, there, okay. Is a, there is a Japanese online game service now that is supposedly getting ready to release Mother 3. And there's the fan translation. That's yeah. kind of what I've been playing. Yeah. Milk has been playing the fan translation. Yeah. Granted, that's all we have available, so I don't yeah. slide her for that one. But, yeah, yeah, if she could, she'd be buying it. Damn, damn I, I would, too, because mm. I was a big Earthbound fan, which is Mother 2. Mm. Yeah, it was a bit too cutesy for me. I couldn't keep looking at it. Aww. Yeah, I felt, yeah, I felt myself Earthbound I, is the other classic RPG I've played. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another classic RPG that I don't know if all y'all played is Terranigma. Terranigma. Huh? It was released in the UK. Uh, oh. It's similar to... Uh, Nobody plays games that are only released in the UK. Uh, we, don't, okay. we don't play the games from the Queen's country. <laughs> it's similar to Secret of Mana, mm-hmm. and it was a fantastic game. Uh, a great import. Um, I just wanted to comment on that. Yeah, I'll have to check that one out. I've never actually played that one. Mableton's got one of those wealthless... Because uh, we're in Region 2. <laughs> region 2. Worthless wealth of knowledge books at his home. In his library. So we have another caller here on the line. So uh, Friday Night Gaming, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, this is X-Link from Melbourne. X-Link from Melbourne. What's up? Florida boy, what's up? <laughs> what's up? It's Melbourne, Florida. I'm Melbourne, Australia, so... What? Um, I'm talking. You guys are talking about RPGs and stuff, and one inter- one got me really interested in all that was the Persona series, actually, the original. Yeah, the, the, the one the, and two for the PS1. Yeah, see, I never played those. I played three, but Persona Four, what got me, and that's why I said don't play it, Glenn, mm-hmm. is the intro sequence is literally three and a half hours long. That's uh, for four. <laughs> for four. Oh, that's right. You were telling me about that, and I ha- I do have Persona Four at home. I know, but I've never played one, and I loved one so much because of the mm-hmm. fact that it's high school kids and guns. And yes. Oh, they're and blowing so their brains out in Persona killing, 1? Killing demons with machine guns, so. <laughs> yeah, and see, in Persona 3, they actually shoot themselves in the head all the time. Yeah, that, that was a, the big point well, about Persona 3. But it's not an actual gun, quote-unquote. So. No, it was called an evoker. An evoker. An evoker. Which evoker. I thought they should have called it an evolver. And just left off the R and really screwed with people. Actually, they would have gotten copyright infringement for that one because that's actually a, a Sentai superhero over in uh, Japan. Uh, the Evolver? Yes. I see. That one actually looked kind of cool, but I never checked it out, though, because you got to buy it soon. <laughs> and, and the entire soundtrack is all J-pop. Like, it's all J-pop and J-rock and, and stuff, which is different than, you know, well, the sweeping, or at least in three and four. Which is different than the sweeping orchestrations that you find in Final Fantasy and things like that. 
was was also funny. I figured out about the first game was that if you had like a Game Shark or some, uh, I believe it was the Game Shark one that had the video where you can actually rip the videos out of the game itself. It actually on I knew on at least the copy that I had that if you ripped the videos or you looked through some way of getting the videos off of there, they actually had the videos not only of uh, the cut the the cutscenes from English, but they also had the Japanese scenes. Um, including the actor ones from the extra quest that was never in the first one. Supposedly they cut it out because they couldn't get translated in time and whatnot. And supposedly now they're going to have it in the rumored, supposedly having a newer version of the PSC version which comes out later on this year, which is probably going to be an E3 announcement, but rather than that, it's true. It's a whole different story, so. <laughs> We've got some of the J-pop playing here from Persona 4 while you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby has. Yeah, like I have. Every the, track. I, I bought the soundtrack for Part Three. I just have to go out, and I want to get the official soundtrack for Four also. So I'm trying, I'm trying to find one with the lyrics. No, that one doesn't. So, Mr. Mabelson, Andrew here. I keep calling him Mabelson. Andrew showed me the Chrono Trigger uh, soundtrack that was a bonus with the DS game. Mm-hmm. Two, two tracks. Two tracks. Good. <laughs> Wait, I was have it the a medley or something? One of the three disc sets <laughs> of the Chrono Trigger. Yeah. One the of them was a medley, yeah. One was the original so, theme, one was a medley. I'm sorry? No, I was... this. Oh my god. This, what, what is this song? This is Persona 4. This is the battle music. That was for the DS soundtrack. Uh, of course, Glenn, there was an original soundtrack for the... Uh, yeah, Super yeah. Nintendo. So. Mm-hmm. There were like three or four original soundtracks: the multi-discs, the single discs. And <laughs> yeah, I would say the arranged ones, ones, but I think those were mostly Final Fantasy. What is she saying? She's race out, bitter to the truth. I don't know. <laughs> as long as you don't translate it and try to sing it, because that never goes well. No, but this is in English. Reach out. Oh, she's actually singing in English. Reach out to the truth. Well, as long as she's singing the whole thing in English, I don't mind. But I've heard some people. I've heard a couple game projects actually translate the song and then sing it in English. The words just don't mesh up right now. So, yeah, don't don't do that. If you ever have thoughts of doing that, don't do that. So says I. Hey, Zendo, I have a question for you. Have you ever played the Deception series before for the PS1? Is that a question for that me? Zeno, probably. Yeah. Uh, oh, was that the, the Deception Zeno, series, you said? Yeah, kind of bad here, so. The, this, the, the, yeah, I can't speak like, tonight. You're talking about role-playing stuff, and stuff that's not really true to role-playing. I knew that was kind of off-base, but that's more of a dungeon-trapping setting type, type game, but... I don't think I have. The name's not familiar. Uh, yeah, most of the MMO, most of the gaming I've been doing is more on the MMO side than the RPGs, because I was gotcha. on a big PC kick for a long time. Was the third one called um, um, Dark Delusion? Yes. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, we we carry that over there, but I have not played that myself either. So those are cool. Those are good games. Yeah, it was it was actually pretty good. It, it gets pretty gruesome though. I mean. During the first one, I especially liked because it was funny because in the back of the box itself, it has a disclaimer saying that it has satanic references in the game stuff. So. It has what references? It had a disclaimer on the back of the box uh-huh. on the first game for the first one. 
It's a warning. This game contains some satanic references inside the game. Wow. And that was due. And that was due to reason because if you went around and killed everybody in the game at the very end, if you have perfect and you killed off everybody, supposedly Satan comes back and destroys the world. You, <laughs> he takes over you and. I don't think that did that come out in the U.S. Yeah, it did actually. And this is the first one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, all three of them did. All three came out in the U.S. Yeah, in fact, I, I had the first one and the third one. But I had the second one, but when my game a couple years back got stolen, I had the whole set. But I, I found just the third reading. I think they're eBay. So yeah, I found the third one. Um, this is this is my treasure story. I found the third one next door at the Goodwill for a buck twenty-five. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Are you talking about the persona? Thanks. The third, the third persona. Uh, delusion. 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 Okay. Um, dark deception. Because you actually have over there Persona Three without FES. Uh huh. Yeah. And that I thought would be worth something. Yeah, it's got like, the a worth worth a pretty penny art book and stuff. Because like the Persona Three with FES is pretty common nowadays. Yeah, we we should have brought that over and. Mm-hmm. Because it even had like the graphic novel and stuff in it. I mm-hmm. think. Cause that, yeah. yeah. It came in the little. It was a. You salivating yet, Zeno? Uh, not exactly, because. Well, well, Persona 3 is sort of a rough spot with me because of issues with the show. We talked about that on the last show, but I don't want to bring it up on this one because we kind of bring it down. (laughs) Yeah, you haven't been next door yet, have you? Uh, No, but I did see the the small gaming collection you got in the back there. The little GameStop haters little shop you got there. It's oh, like, right screw here? them, yeah. come here. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, there needs to be a lot more of them. Well, so. there, there'll be another one this month. Cool, cool. Yep. So we got Bionic Commando running. We're not playing against anybody we know. Yeah. I think that experiment failed. Yeah. There's too many people playing the demo. But one thing I do have to say, I think you hinted on it earlier, but the, the music direction... In this game mm-hmm. is amazing because mm-hmm. yeah. because uh, granted no no harm to Bionic Commando rearmed I love what they did with it but I wanted to hear the full orchestration versions of these songs yeah. versus a versus a remixing of the original yeah. songs so when I heard when I heard the initial theme during the trailer it's like yes this is what I want my military like games to mm-hmm. be like I need to have big horns big yeah. brass big all that so yeah so I can't wait to actually play this game this is a nice I like this perception right here this view when he's aiming. Mm-hmm. It pulls him back and, and gives yeah. it a more third-person, over-the-shoulder uh, view. So we had somebody here uh, wanting to speak on the mic. You, you uh, were, you had waved to me, so I was. I was like, "Hey, I got a question." Okay, well, we got an answer. Okay. Oh. <laughs> is Persona any good? Because all I've ever played is Final Fantasy. Um, the the first three and a half hours is an intro. That sounds good. So, <laughs> yeah, movies are good. But uh, but I I mean no, it's not even movies. It's text. It's just you paging through the text. Oh yeah, well that's good too. Um, yeah, that is. But uh, but yeah, no, I mean the the game once you get into it is actually pretty good, and it's you know the different personas and trying to level up your different personas and stuff. So. I like yeah, it. I mean, if you're a, into, it's, it's very Japanese. It's, it's a, a very defin- Japanese. Oh, yeah, it's a definite rent. Rent. 
Yeah. At least. If you can find Rent, it. Yeah. If I can find it, yeah. yeah it's, an at- it's an Atlas game, so they only made, pressed like 10 copies of it. That's, huh. that's yeah. true. Uh, I happen to have a couple Atlas games in my collection that not many people know about, but actually were huh. quite H&I good. Stick Temple. Granted, they're not in the MMO or the RPG genre, but they're still good. You should grab them if you can. I think I've talked on, on all games about um, some other shows on all games about them as well. Uh, Sky Gunner, which is probably one of the best arcade flight sims I've ever played. I put it up there with uh, with Ace Combat. Actually, granted, they're a completely different style of game, but as far as what you're doing, that game is designed is one of the best I've ever seen. It's a hell of a lot of fun. So if you can find it, get it. And it's called what? Uh, Sky Gunner. Sky Gunner. Yeah. It's a bit That's cutesy. Yes, even too cutesy for me, but it's a solid game. <laughs> Toward the matchmaking screen right now. Yep, I informed our chat room, and everybody else is in the matchmaking screen as well. There should be enough time to get in because this one is. This is the last. This will be the last game. This one's holding in. This is the last five minutes. Oh, even with the break. Yes. Oh. We we, we got to be out of here. Ball. We got to be off offline by eleven. We have to beat the tornado home. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's more I'm hungry and I can't eat until the show's over. So, <laughs> Just be like Leo Laporte and eat straight through your show. Yeah, see, I'm not Leo. I can't get away Try with that. Yeah, we don't have his well money, so we, we can't get away with if it. I could, if, yeah, if I got his money, I'd be eating burgers and meatball subs. <laughs> and we just sit and up here and eat and drink and <laughs> call in an order from the arena. <laughs> there. Instead of Jason. More like... That's not even call in. That's like shout around the corner, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Hey, guys, could you brew me up? Yeah. <laughs> Another beer. Give him a golden goblet so he can hold it in his hand while doing it. His little John glass? <laughs> <laughs> well, I am, honestly did learn something today, and that's kind of cool. On top of uh, the interview that we got from Demigod, Supreme Commander is openly moddable. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's huge. News. I'm actually going to look around on that and see if maybe if a one-man team can do something that doesn't have too much coding background, but we'll see. <laughs> but, yeah, but that, that, that's something I learned today, and that's really cool. And you learned how great the computer arena is. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, definitely. It's huge. Yeah. Like, this, this, this little room doesn't do it justice. This is the biggest, like, uh, gaming arena I have seen yet today. Yeah. So kudos to whoever thought it up and got the money together. It was, to set it was up. that that guy mm-hmm. that the, the it was Brit that yeah. was uh, that was up here. That's him. Yeah, kudos awesome. to him. And that the community is supporting him too, because yeah. I've seen plenty of good ones go up that had nobody going into them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's loaded out there. Man. Walk out. Yeah, man, that's good. If we could throw a camera out there and show you, we would. There's money. Pe- people yeah. everywhere. It's money <laughs> and extension cords. Money and ex- yeah. Well, that those cost money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not just the camera. It's the it's the extension cords to get the camera out there. Yeah, man. So, so uh, we've we've got the, the 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 little boy playing as a pink commando. How do you feel about playing a pink commando? Fabulous. He said he's used to it. Yeah. He he says yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> Super. <laughs> Thanks for asking. <laughs> Even sounds like a little girl from a distance. Oh my god, that was kind of scary. <laughs> he should use that to his advantage before he can. Yeah, that's right. Next time you're flirting with the girls on um, online, you're probably flirting with him. 
Yeah, think about that. <laughs> actually, I do know that quite a few uh, girls who actually know each other get together with gaming and actually try to have a girls' night out. You might be able to sneak in there, man, if you rub into one. <laughs> then you'll be the only dude in the whole game full of women. You can mack all you want with That's no right. competition. Mm-hmm. It's like being at the gay bar. <laughs> Oh, teleprompter goodness. <laughs> it's evil, but yet it's not. <laughs> so what's your gamer tag? Don't everybody answer at once. Well, he's trying. G-O-H-A... What? T-H-O-R-A-K... Zero zero seven. Okay. That is not his Wii friend code. <laughs> no, his Wii friend code is apparently four three two mine dash five one seven e dash q q q q. He only plays brawl. Brawl. If anybody is a adult that plays Animal Crossing, is a pedophile. <laughs> What's your pedophile ID number? <laughs> well, that one is nine one one dash. Hey there, little guy. <laughs> you want to come over from some popsicles? <laughs> I got a popsicle right here. Oh. Okay, let's stop that. Are you happy with that? I'm scared now. Wow. I started it now, I'm scared. Yes. This is what happens. Yep. This is what happens. Friday Night Gaming, FNGLive.net. We're live at the Computer Arena in Roswell, Georgia. Just wrapping up. This is our last game of Bionic Commando. The multiplayer demo we hope to play with some of our listening audience. We failed. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Capcom. I do not blame us. I do not blame our audience. I blame Capcom. Well, let's. But you know what? I will say thank you to Capcom, though, because they are coming out with Resident Evil 5 for the PC. For the PC? For the They're PC. They're probably going to announce that, so I'm looking forward to playing multiplayer on there. That's something we'll see at E3 when we're here, when they're over there. Glenn? Yes. You and me? Yes, yes. I yep. should be attending the Sony press conference. I think I've got confirmation. It's just it's got to come in. So thank you, Zach, pilot, for that. Yeah, hopefully they'll let you move and shoot at the same time. Yeah, no, they don't. <laughs> oh, no. It's a tank simulator. Come on. <laughs> so Bobby and I, is gonna, we're going to be there as different... Um Different yeah. tags. Yeah, I'm there with all games. I might not be able to get to where you go. No, most of my stuff will be in. I mean, it'll yep. be on the show floor. You'll be able to see me and hang out. Um, I may actually be working along with, as, as well with all games, but I may also be helping out another site doing video stuff. So I'll let people know about that once I kind of get that squared away. People in chat probably know who it is because he's one of our top chatters. Uh, but he has his own video site. We- oh, yeah, uh... Uh, which one of you is going to E3 and everything? Raise, we're, we're both of us raise our hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Make sure to tell everyone about all the secrets. <laughs> tell them about all the secrets? What? Yeah. There's secrets. no secrets in E3. What? <laughs> secrets, yeah. Well, I don't know. I guess whatever is good. Nah, I went to the last really good E3, which is E3 2001. <laughs> 2001? Yeah. That See, was... I think the last good one was 1998. Yeah, I went to the one with 2001 with the UAT, the University of Advancing Technology. Technology. Oh, yeah. We pulled some strings and, and, and faked some passes and stuff so they can get the students in. <laughs> yeah. And actually talk the industry. I mean, some. well, the main thing was some of these guys are getting ready to graduate. Uh, so this was a lot, one way to get some business contacts and stuff right before they graduate that was oh, really was good for them. I saw uh, Eternal Darkness before it released. Nice. I saw Warcraft 3 before it released. 
you know, I saw what they were doing with Warcraft 3, which is why I say Blizzard's a bunch of choke artists that only care about money, because that one was way superior to did, what they released. Did they leave my controller? Did they take my controller with them, or just leave it on the I, I think they Let me left. go scout for you real quick. I think they left it over there. Get my controller back. Okay. Because it's my personal controller. Mm-hmm. He's been known to throw it against the ground and have, like, things flying out of it. He, he's known... Ooh, okay, he, he, he took some anger management classes. That's All right. good to know. That's good to know. So, uh, I guess, yeah, no, we're, we're going to E3. Uh, I'm going as media. You're going as, you know, awesome game repair guy, I guess. <laughs> it, it's uh, badge is labeled as industry professional. Industry professional, which I am not. I think those are the only two forms that, mm-hmm. that they have as far as badges. I'm going to go ahead and get... So we don't enter enter a new game because we're done. Done. Get out of the screen. Hit the B button really quick. Come on. There we go. Yay. So, um, yeah, so, but I'll be going as media. I've already got, like, uh, Natsume and uh, South Peak have already said, come see our stuff. Uh, So, uh, you know, hopefully get some of the bigger boys. I know that I've got uh, Sony. I'll be able to see all of Sony's things. Uh, thanks to Zaku Pilot, who's helped us here on the show before. And, um, yeah, so uh, it, it'll be interesting. And, unfortunately, we're going to be dark, so it's not like we can just come back here on this show and tell you things. Because I really wanted to do that where we came back to the show, and I had, like, my E3 swag that I didn't want, and we just give it out to people, you know, so people could. Well, you see, we're not doing it. We're off the air. We're not going to be doing a show, so we won't be able to do that. So uh, sorry about that. Um because I, I have, like, bags of E3 swag, too. Because, I mean, I've been going to every one of them since 97. Yeah. It's uh, because that's when it was in Atlanta. In 97, 98, it was in Atlanta. And all the game developers complained about this thing called the humidity. The humidity. I, I, don't, I don't get it, but apparently they're all wusses. It's hot. It's not the heat. It's the stupidity. And <laughs> apparently the stupid is something the game developers have. So they never came back. It's in Los Angeles. Mm. I even went to the two downsized ones. And honestly, as, a, as somebody working in journalism and stuff, uh, or journalism, quote, unquote, as, as we, since we're podcasters and not real, real <laughs> newspaper journalists, uh, the, the, the last two E3s were actually the best to me in terms of getting work done. And uh, because... Instead of fighting 40,000 people to see something, I was fighting 3,000 people, and that increases your odds. Mm-hmm. And, I, and since there were no booth babes there, I was able to actually talk to actual people who worked on the game. Whereas in the 40,000 or 60,000 person E3, the only people you get to talk to were the booth babes that they hire, yeah. that all they can say is, this game is really awesome, like, oh my god, why don't you use this controller? You know, Here, change your shirt. Change your shirt. Yeah, yeah. Change. Wear this shirt. You have to wear this shirt over the shirt you're wearing now if you want a shirt. Come on. And you know they're all nice to you, even though they think you're, that you're like smelly and ugly and stuff because you are. Because and, there's con funk. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's a trade show, and uh, so so it's very hard to talk to people in the large E3, which is kind of one of the reasons I'm kind of not. I, I, I'm cautiously optimistic. I mean, I know this about is what this they one? need to do about this E3 because it's going back to the old format with the booth babes and everything, but it's not going to be as big because Kensha Hall is not there. Kensha Hall was... It, it, it's Well, it's still there. I mean, it, there's a hall in the Los Angeles Convention Center called Kensha Hall. But what they put in there was all the small companies, all the no-names, you know, mm-hmm. no quote-unquote, where they would show off like the neat stuff. 
And that would hold a lot of people, but they don't have that. It's just going to be the two big halls where yeah. all the major companies are going to be. It should be a little different this time because when, when I actually called the phone mm-hmm. number to check on to see if they got my facts, they go through this whole pre-recorded thing that says, um, you know, E3 2009, L.A. Convention Center. This is not open to the public. Oh, no, it's, it's never been open to the public. Yeah. So it's Never, ever, ever has it been open to the public. There is a great urban myth that still goes around every single year that says, oh, E3 is open to the public on day three. <laughs> and where that came from, I can even explain where this urban myth came from, is because when E3 started in, in the 90s, it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And everybody assumed Saturday that since it was ball. Saturday, it was open to the public on the third day because the third day was Saturday. And back then, it only cost $75 to get in if you didn't have real credentials. So, And then they slowly moved it to Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, so, and, and so, But people still believed that the third day – and now it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And not so, $75 anymore. No, and, and, and now it's $500, 500 to, get, to get in. And even then, you still had to kind of prove credentials, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and and people are like, oh, why are they so strict? It's a trade show. It's not a convention. If you want a convention, honestly, the Penny Arcade Expo. And I've been to many E3s, and I've been to PAX. And what I always tell people is PAX is what people who have never been to E3 think E3 is. Like, they have this perception in their mind of what E3 is. That's PAX. That's not E3. Because E3 is a business convention. Really, E3 was made for uh, companies to show people like Glenn their games and say, here, you want to buy this many copies and give us this much shelf space. Because the game companies, their actual customers are people like Glenn. You're not their customer. You're their consumer. Uh, Unless you're, unless you, you Valve, you know, like you're their customer with Steam. But like Electronic Arts, you're not their customer. Best Buy and GameStop and CC Gaming, those are Electronic Arts customers, and then you buy the game from the, you know, from the retailer. And so E3 was where they talked to their customers, not you. And a lot of people are like, well, I'm a game consumer, and I play games, so I should be in because I'm an interest. No, you don't. <laughs> I have so many horror stories of not being able to see something because some jerk that works the, the front lines at GameStop or something uh, got in yeah. and just sat there and th- thought it was the world's greatest arcade on free play, and I think it was Diablo 2 was the game I want to play. And I, was, I patiently waited behind somebody. The game crashes on him. He sits there. Guy from Blizzard comes over, resets the machine, and the kid starts playing again. I'm like, no, usually you, you walk up and you leave. So that's my E3 rant. <laughs> if you don't belong at E3, don't go. Go to PAX instead. You'll have a lot more fun at PAX. Seconded. Yes. Thirded from, Third. from you. There Third, we go. Third. Region 2 says fourth it. All right. <laughs> we are all in agreement. So um, we're going to go ahead and shut down the phones here. So thank you, Jason and X-Link, for calling in. Uh, always the end of the show. We never get calls during the show. It's always the end. I, I would have called earlier. I just, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, you just didn't feel like it. We should always say we're closing the phones in five minutes and we'll always get calls. Yeah. We should just do that. So thanks, guys, for calling in. It's appreciated. No problem. Night. Yes, I want to end the conference call. Okay. And actually, I want to show something. Do it. Do it. I'm going to open up another thing here. So, what are you doing? I want to, sh- because we talked about this earlier, and I just have to show the trailer. Play some Skinner, man. <laughs> uh. Free bird. <laughs> 
Okay, so let's see. Where is... I got to find uh, the, the... Okay, here we go. So I'm going to... This is, this is the Japanese WiiWare game I was telling you about earlier. And we're, I'm going to show you this trailer. It's on Destructoid. So give me one second to set the screen. Oh, it's way over there. Get back over here. I want you right there. Okay, so this is Pole's great, Pole's big adventure for WiiWare uh, by Sega. It's out in Japan. It's something like 500 Wii points, which is five bucks. Check this out. Even starts with the Sega logo. And this is a parody, just so you guys know, because it's not very... That's the theme music. And, and there's Pole right there. And yes, this text in there is actually in the game. The guy and the, with the text and the guy screaming, that's actually in the game. He goes down the pipe, comes back up, and he's all dusty. Oh, that's because racial. <laughs> and see, he's walking along, walking along. Because he's speaking speak Spanish? No, because he's in blackface. That's why. <laughs> but they, they show, like, apples that have been partially eaten. And here he goes. So you see, he's shooting, and then a mushroom comes up. Oh, you're supposed to take the mushroom, right? You're supposed to take the mushroom, right? And so he's going to go go up here, get the mushroom, and he gets big. And he keeps getting big. And he keeps getting bigger. And he dies. Shrooms are bad. And see, the background music's gone. high and you die. This is one of the later levels in the game. All the enemies are the same, except they're just wearing different masks. That one brings up an RPG style. This looks thing. like Pitfall or uh, Adventures of Bayou Billy. Yeah, something like that. Oh god, not Bayou Billy. <laughs> That's your favorite Nintendo game, isn't it? That game is so painful. And see, it's got a castle at the end. Nice, no flagpole. Oh, oh, there it is. With oh. the three explosions oh. every single time. That is Pole's big adventure. So he's a firefighter. Something. He's a Mexican firefighter no, he, with blonde hair he, and a shotgun. He, he's apparently trying to save his girlfriend, and his girlfriend looks uglier and uglier every chapter. Uh-huh. Like so he, he changes. So it's, it's a left-side scroller instead of a right. Yes. <laughs> it is go forth and conquer. And there, there's there's some great, great gags in there. One of the stages, it starts you at the end. And, and that's it. You, it's like it starts at the castle, and the, so the Japanese guy says something, and it's probably something like, wait a minute, where's the stage? And you just walk in, and that's the end. You, you beat the stage. There I it love is. it. That like, sounds like something I would do. It, it's funny. It, it will probably not get translated into you, America, oh, unfortunately. Oh, No, too but many people you, would buy it. Yeah, I don't know. So, so Sega must not like money. We'll let Orange Lounge do that. They get the inputs yeah. in. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, I've, I've played it, It's and I've played through the entire thing, and it's it's kind of funny. And uh, they even do, like, the, the meanest things. Like, the, there is a pipe that you go down second to the last board of the entire game takes you right back to World 1-2. Nice! And you can't get back. You have to quit your game. And that's it. And, and it's, it, it was like I was so mad, but at least you can start the game from any level. It's oh, so like okay. you can start the game from 6-1. Right from the beginning? Both. No. Oh, well, okay. After you've been to the you. beginning of the level, you can start from there. Um, and it's got, it's got boss battles that aren't boss battles. 
Like he's locked in a cage, so you just walk right by him and go to the castle, and that's it. You beat the boss. <laughs> I like that. It, it, it's awesome. We we may think about running. That would it never on the get show. made here. Was, no. Yeah, I don't think it would. Especially because one of the mushrooms gives you an erection. I don't think that would ever get past <laughs> Nintendo of American censors. Got past Nintendo of Japan's. Yeah, <laughs> great. Uh, I think there's even a, a, a screenshot. Hang on, let me find. <laughs> Yeah. Let me see if I can find. Because I think even Kotaku even put the thing, uh, Sega finally bring, brings boners to WiiWare. That's what it is right here. And here we go. We're going to put the screen right there. There he is. Oh, my goodness. All right. That's just there a six-shooter, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kotaku, for giving us that headline, which is Sega finally brings boners to WiiWare. Kotaku actually put that. You can put behind that. <laughs> On Kotaku, you can thank Brian Ashcraft from Japan <laughs> for showing you that. But yeah, we may run it on the show because we have a way to, we have a way to play it. Um, but unfortunately, you're probably not going to be able to buy it here in the States. It's, it's $5. So that's it. That's all that we're going to do. Uh, that's all that we're going to inflict on you. Thank you very much, Xenocore, for coming up. No problem, from Jacksonville, the, the nice six-hour drive. Geeks should get together, man. How, how are you getting home? Are you getting home tonight, or are you crashing at a place here? Or uh, what? I still haven't decided, actually. I tried okay. to set some base with some of the friends I got up here, but I did not get any answers. Oh, oh. wow. As normal. So, <laughs> so. so yeah, well, uh, thanks for coming up. We'll probably we'll obviously hang out because i got a camera and stuff, and yeah. I want to get pictures and stuff. Um, uh, so, uh, and thank you, everybody, who, re- who was here to play... Uh, Bionic Commando. Uh, thank you to Mike Marr and Stephanie Tinsley Shop uh, over there at. Uh, she, she's the PR person, but Mike Marr over at Gas Powered Games for spending some of his Friday evening with us. Next time, bring Chris with you. Yeah, I wanted Chris or Brad or something. No, I got Mike, but Mike was cool. I mean, it was it was good. You know, you, you don't always want to talk to the guy at the top. I always These guys like, are so mean. I always like to talk to the guys like that are kind of working in the trenches and stuff, and not really just the over. What? That's right. Mapleton, go away. <laughs> go back to Mapleton. Oh. <laughs> so uh, thank you to them. And you know what? Because we've had a whole bunch of problems here tonight. We had Lightning Storm take us out. Um, we, we've had uh, – which actually meant I actually got to go, like, walk around and, like, use the restroom in the middle of the show. I don't know. I never knew what that was like because um, I've never done that. Usually I'm here for three straight hours, and that's it. Uh, so – Thank you know. Thank you for st- staying with us. And one thing that I like to do every week is I like to read the names of the chatters. It's an all games tradition. I like to thank every chatter that is here enjoying us tonight. So thank you very much. AGN, DC Nate, Derek H, Hendrix, The Rob D, Alpha Box, Bird, D Five T, Doom Plague, Funny Dale, Maximilian, Octacamo, Shadows Liar, Stone Raider, THK, Tiger Claw, Toshin, Wyland, Actef, JL, Ake Ripper, Alt, Amazitsuma, Ash Fox, Bacon Bits. Bauer CTU, Bochikawa, Breakman, Channel Z, Dark Says Who, The Blue Guy, Deadman Wade, Decipher, DJ Morpheus, Drake 102, DRP 223, Fire Cube, Game Guru, Gripper 01, Gunstar, Silver, Havoc 978, Hect, Hey Jude, Hot Pocket, Just Insane, Kazin, Konata-chan, Kulex, Melted General, MX Tater Salad, Necromoss, New Shiny CD, Punchy, Racing Freak 92, Raishi, Raichani, uh, Shadow Next Gen, Silly 907, Swamp Father, Tedekin, TM 95, Visid, VXJSNXV, Wilcon, X Link, and uh, Bacon Vitz tried to change his name, and I'm not going to read that because uh, that's lame. So uh, thank you very much, guys. If you like the show, tell a friend. If you hate the show, tell an enemy. 
Uh, leave us some decent iTunes reviews if you like, even though it doesn't make that great of a podcast. But, hey, video video feed and, and uh, pimp the video feed. We'll be back next Friday night, my Sunday night show, Bobby Blackwell Show. It's a radio-only show, Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, the, there's a problem with my RSS feed. That's why there's no shows from the past month on there. I'm trying to get that fixed, hopefully, this weekend. All my previous four shows will be up there. Um, sh- go live. Go join the Xenocore calls in. You get to hear more Xenocore. Yeah, he's he's, he's got a bumper that he's gonna that because we take bumpers like because I actually do have a break and there's a bumper we ask I ask people to call in or say something like coming back to the Bobby Blackwell show Xenocore debuting I a new one. I did one. one. He, you've done Unlike two. Unlike yourselves, you've done you two. Be ashamed. This is number two that you've done. I think. Yeah, this is the first one didn't turn out so well, but hopefully this I've, I've told this one is the like. So. Yes. So, um, and remember 360pros.com if you need uh, Papa John's coupons. That's right. Visit them. <laughs> Be sure to search inside your units, though. They're hidden. It's sort of like a scavenger hunt. It's yes. like crack it, Cracker Jacks. <laughs> and uh, so, <sighs> buy me some peanuts. Oh, so bad. Tell them we sent you. <laughs> buy them some peanuts. <laughs> some peanuts? Yeah. Did you say that right? I don't know. Um, that means it's late. I need to get out of here. Yeah, let's go eat something. Uh, yeah, I need to go get some food here from the Computer Arena. So Computer Arena, Roswell, Georgia, Friday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Feel free. It's all free to come back here. I mean, then, then you can go out there and buy beer and food and stuff, and that'd be great. Uh, but it's free to come back here and uh, join us, uh, talk to us on the air, talk to our callers and everything. I have no clue what game we're running next week. We're probably getting the Wolverine game. We may be getting I mean, because I'm on that press list, so I'm hoping to get the Wolverine game next week. Or maybe even do a rundown of movie games that maybe weren't too bad. Well, we did that. We did Monsters vs. Aliens. I didn't think that was too bad. No, I mean, through yeah. history. Oh, through history? Through history. Yeah. yeah. There's that not takes that many. It'll be that, a short show. Yeah, it'd be like, okay, here's Goldeneye. <laughs> and um, next week I'm going to pull this Coke bottle out of a PS3. Sweet! <laughs> you better. <laughs> And Mr. Mableton's going to repair a system. Hmm. The Mableton way. The Mableton Yes. <laughs> well. <laughs> Just like how we can defeat that final boss in Final That's Fantasy right. Thirteen. At least you guys at home will have all the materials needed to do so. Yes. <laughs> Under the kitchen sink. <laughs> we got to get out of here. I'm I'm t- Yeah. So thank you guys very much. Uh, we're, we're gone. Time to bug out. Yeah. Time, time to get out of here. Bye-bye. The views and opinions expressed are those of the host, guests, and callers only and are not necessarily the opinions of All Games Radio, Computer Arena, CC Gaming, or your mom. Although if Bobby said it, it really should be. This has been a production of Bobby Blackwolf Studios for All Games Radio.